303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. This is John Elway. I joined the American Financing Team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American Financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000, or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. KKSE, Parker, Denver, the best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. As we are, sometimes instead of giving, we almost give. We almost come forward in times of need. Almost. But almost giving is the same as not giving at all. Don't almost give. Give. To find out how, check our website at don'talmostgive.org. A message. Week 10 in the NFL kicked off on Thursday night in Arizona where the Seahawks beat the Cardinals 22-16. to Seattle quarterback Russell Wilson had a pair of touchdown passes to tight end Jimmy Graham in the win. Seattle's now 6-3 and on the season. Arizona drops to 4-5. and But in the win, the Seahawks did suffer a big loss. Star defensive back Richard Sherman ruptured his Achilles tendon. He will miss the rest of the season. News from the NFL were an emergency injunction request by the NFL Players Association on behalf of Dallas Cowboys star running back Ezekiel Elliott was denied by the second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. It means Elliott's six-game suspension is back on, and he is ineligible to play Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. In the NBA, the Rockets down the Cavaliers 117-113. Houston's 9-3, tied with the Warriors, the best record in the West. James Harden led them with a triple-double, 35 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists. Cleveland, meanwhile, is 5-7 and seven on the year and has lost six of its last eight games. Eddie Garcia. We are Everyone is listening. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Get in and get heard. I'm all over the place. 
You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis and at Outkick, Facebook.com slash Outkick the Coverage. Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Never stops rolling. By the way, if you go with multiple emoticons, I will end you. It's Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Only thing that's on my mind is Here's Clay Travis. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote as well. Duralast batteries designed to stand up to even the most extreme weather conditions. They're built with patented technology to reduce damage due to vibration and deliver the most power during startup. They're proven tough and sold only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. So last night we had the debut of NFL Week 10, Thursday night football, the Seattle Seahawks on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. Not a particularly surprising outcome. Uh, the Seahawks were right around the six-point favorite, uh, although they missed an extra point if you're a gambler that could have had a substantial impact on whether or not you considered that game to be enjoyable or not. But as a uh, as a larger context of this game, the NFL's inescapable injury issue reared its ugly head, particularly when it involves players that are well-known in the league. Richard Sherman tore his Achilles, is now out for the rest of the year, and Pete Carroll was asked about that immediately after the game. Uh, he has been just a you know bastion of you know consistency and competitiveness and toughness and you know through all of the, you know, the stuff that you know we've, we've worked through together and all of it uh, it's been awesome you know it's been hard it's been challenging he's been an extraordinary uh, um, almost iconic player you know in, in this league and uh, so he's going to have to sit you know, you know try not to go overboard on this but I just that's just the way I feel about it and, and uh, um, we'll miss the heck out of it and uh, he'll be with us, I know, every step of the way when he can, and, and uh, but uh, we'll miss the heck out of him. Richard Sherman was also asked about the injury, and he had this to say. Yeah, I knew what, what, what was happening. I mean, it's bothered, been bothering me all season. So, you know, it's one of them things you just have to play through as long as you can, and then, you know, when it goes, it goes. Doctors have tried to talk me out of plan for years. You know, they tried to stop me many years, and they understand that, you know, I'm going to go out there and try to give do everything I can to tell my team. And, you know, it's not about... Anything but that, you know, it's just, it's, I owe it to those guys and gave them everything I had. That is Richard Sherman. He's now out for the year, joining a long list of NFL superstars who are sidelined, whether it is Aaron Rodgers, J.J. Watt, Eric Berry, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, there have been a bevy of big-time playmaking NFL uh, stars who are now out for the season. And that's the ugly result of Thursday night football in terms of the uh, the, the playoff race, uh, as it were, as we come down the second half of the season. This uh, certainly keeps the Seattle Seahawks within hailing distance of the first place L.A. Rams, which you probably did not anticipate hearing me say when this season began out in the NFC West. As we pivot towards the weekend that will come, let me tell you what we got for this final hour of the show this week. First, thanks for spending your Friday morning with us. Uh, we are doing our best to uh, to get you ready for the college football weekend to come as well as the NFL weekend to come. Next segment, we're going to have Lane Kiffin up early with us down at FAU as he gets ready for his game against Louisiana Tech, the first-place team in Conference USA. Lane Kiffin returning as a head coach, and he will be with us uh, live here on the final hour of the show up next. 
But I'm also going to give you my gambling picks in the final segment of the show. And to me, the weekend coming up in college football versus the NFL, the college football slate is a lot more entertaining, particularly because we effectively have three playoff games. Now, uh, we know that TCU at Oklahoma is basically a playoff game. Because if you want to win the uh, win the Big 12 and have an opportunity to play for the playoff overall, you can't lose anymore in the Big 12. And so either Oklahoma or TCU needs to finish 12 and one. They're the last one loss teams in the entirety of the Big 12 conference. So when that game takes place in Norman, uh, Oklahoma, whoever wins is still alive to advance to the playoff. Whoever loses is officially eliminated. That makes it a playoff game. Down in South Florida, we've got the return of Notre Dame-Miami as a rivalry game, and Notre Dame is effectively playing to advance in the playoff. Because if Notre Dame loses, they're out of the playoff mix, and it won't matter what happens to them against Navy or Stanford. But if Notre Dame wins, then Notre Dame would basically be two games away from punching a ticket to the four-game playoff. Meanwhile, for Miami, it's not quite an elimination game because I still think they could lose to Notre Dame still come back and beat Clemson in the ACC title game if they won the rest of the games on their schedule, and they would have a really good shot of getting into the playoff. But certainly Miami uh, is going to need to uh, to get some help if they were to make the playoff at 11-1. and So this is a massive game for Miami as well. And finally, Georgia is going on the road at Auburn, and a lot of people have written Auburn off for dead. But if Auburn were to beat Georgia tomorrow – and then they were to beat Alabama in two weeks uh, in the Thanksgiving weekend game, and then they were to advance to the SEC title game because they would win the SEC West then and beat Georgia again, I think there's a good chance that 11-2 and Auburn would end up getting into the playoffs. So Auburn's playoff chances not quite eliminated just yet, although I do think Georgia is going to win this weekend. I want to go around the horn. Those are the three best games I think not only on the NFL slate, but the college slate too. I think if you were ranking games, you would have to say those are the top three football games to watch all weekend, even if you include NFL games. Uh, and so I want to go around the horde with the crew here uh, in uh, the production staff. Which of these three games is the most must-watch to you personally? Personally, the game that I would have to rank number one overall there, I think for me is Notre Dame-Miami. I just think the return of that rivalry game, I don't think we have a really good sense for what's going to happen in this game. How good is Miami? Can Mark Rick keep the undefeated streak going? Can Brian Kelly bounce back from an incredibly disappointing season last year to effectively put his team right on the periphery, right on the edge of advancing to the playoff? To me, that is uh, that is the most intriguing game by far, although I'm going to watch all three of them. What about you, Jason Martin? I'm actually with you on this, and the main reason is because I don't know as much. I haven't sat down and watched as much Notre Dame football and as much Miami football as I have these other teams. My sense is Georgia is much better to me than Auburn is in the games that I've seen, and Oklahoma is much better than TCU is. So I expect those games to go in that fashion. Notre Dame and Miami, I didn't realize Miami was as good as they were because I expected Virginia Tech actually to beat them last week, and that's not how that went down. So I want to watch those two teams play. Yes, there is certainly historic rivalry there with the Catholics versus convicts and everything that plays into it. But there's just a lot of intrigue behind that because I just simply haven't seen those teams as much. So I would go with that one, although all three are good. And that's not even to talk about 
There are other matchups in the top 20 that are going to be a lot of fun tomorrow, but of those three for sure, I would definitely go as you did with Notre Dame and Miami. What about you guys in L.A.? Which game are you most excited to watch? Uh, number one, I would definitely say Georgia at Auburn. It's fun to think uh, how much Auburn can really shake things up. So that's that's going to be a, a fun watch. And as far as NFL goes on Sunday, Dallas at Atlanta. That's got all kinds of storylines, including the owners hating each other. Yeah, that's big time now. The fact <laughs> yep. that they're playing while this lawsuit potentially could get filed over whether or not Roger Goodell deserves a contract extension. Also, New England at Denver. It's going to be interesting to see if, uh, you know, what Denver can muster up and what they have left in the tank. I'll be, you know, I'm a season ticket holder, so I'll be at this uh, Titans and uh, Bengals game. And, you know, people like roll their eyes. But if the Titans win this one and they're favored to win to get to six and three, it actually sets up a pretty big Thursday night game because the Titans would go on the road against the Steelers. The Steelers, I believe, have uh, somebody not very good, right? Aren't they playing like the Browns or something? Uh, am I correct in this? Or are the Steelers already on bye and they're taking – I don't know what the situation is. I think the Steelers are going to be seven and two. I remember looking at the schedule and saying Colts. there's no way – Yeah, okay, they're playing the Colts. So there's no way that the Steelers are going to lose to the Colts, I wouldn't think. And so you'd theoretically have 7-2 and Pittsburgh Steelers, who are the overall number one seed in the playoffs, going up against 6-3 and Tennessee Titans on Thursday night football. And uh, we'll see whether or not that ends up being a good game. What about you, Justin? What are you most looking forward to? Uh, Well, I'm going to have to, you know, piggyback on what Danny said and say uh, Denver, New England. But, I mean... I guess I'm, I'm. We're both Broncos fans, Justin. You sound like such I'm a not looking forward man to that game. Right? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that game. I can tell you that. I I am kind of defeated. I mean, look, I just I want to see something out of the offense, and I don't know that that's going to happen this week. But I'm looking forward to it because if it, if it is another poor showing, then I think that means we're going to see Paxton Lynch. So either way, we're going to find out you know something about the team. Just a brutal, brutal analysis of that game there. Uh, so uh, we are going to talk with Lane Kiffin next. I will say this, though. If you are out there and you're following this college football playoff race, and I do think it's a potential mess because there's the possibility that you could end up with seven teams with legitimate cases that they deserve to go to the playoff. And let me explain how that would be set up. You could have 12-0, and or sorry, 13-0 and Alabama or 12-1 and Alabama. 13 and 0 Georgia or 12 and 1 Georgia. You could have uh 12 and 1 Clemson. You could have a 13 and 0 Wisconsin team, a 12 and 1 Washington team, a 12 and 1 Oklahoma team and an 11 and 1 Notre Dame team. That's seven really good resumes. All of that could happen. And if you had all seven of those, how would you pick four teams to go? I don't know the answer to that. I think it would be an incredibly difficult situation. So, If you want chaos to ensue, then I think you should root for Notre Dame, you should root for Georgia, and you should root for Oklahoma. If you want this situation to end up with some kind of clear-cut, uh, you know, not necessarily that much confusion, then I think you root for Miami because that would eliminate Notre Dame from playoff contention. I think you root for Auburn because that probably eliminates the idea of the SEC getting two teams in. So Auburn would would maybe take care of that. And you should root for, I think, TCU, because I think TCU's 12-1 and resume is not going to be as good as Oklahoma's 12-1, and and there's a decent chance TCU could lose in the Big 12 title game too. So if you don't want chaos, 
That's how you should root. If you do want chaos, you want Notre Dame to win, you want Oklahoma to win, and you want Georgia to win. That's setting up the potential for a really difficult down-the-stretch decision from the playoff committee. All right, up next, down in South Florida, it's Lane Kiffin, his team traveling to Louisiana Tech for another game in Conference USA. He's got the number one team in Conference USA. What does he think about all of the landscape of college football? What does he think about the job he's done at FAU so far? And what does he think about Alabama, Georgia, and a lot of other teams? We're going to talk about that and more with Lane Kiffin, at Lane underscore Kiffin, on Twitter, with us from South Florida. I am Clay Travis. You are listening to Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. You depend on us. What's going on here? You need us. I need to be clear. This is something completely different. You want us. In a friend way, not the other way. We're there for you night and day. That's all I need to know. Right? Okay. We are Fox Sports Radio. Whether it's a winning touchdown drive or just driving every day for months, both require great performance. So if your check engine light comes on, don't let your car suffer. Head to AutoZone today. The AutoZone Fix Finder tool can check it on the spot for free. It could be something serious or something simple, like a loose gas cap. You'll even get a MyZone health report that can help diagnose the problem. Get to your local AutoZone today and make sure you get in the zone AutoZone. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Did I mention that Liberty Mutual saved us almost $800 when we switched our auto and home insurance? Liberty did what? Mm-hmm. It gave us a little extra cushion in our budget, which we used to upgrade Billy's football pass. He's got a little extra cushion, all right. Nobody's going to hurt my baby. Mom, I can't move. Visit us online to get a quote. You can save $782 when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. Equal housing insurer. Truckers, Schneider now has more types of team driving opportunities than ever. New dedicated accounts hauling for one customer. New less than truckload opportunities. Improved van truckload and tanker team options. Team drivers can earn more than solos and drive the newest equipment in the fleet with mostly automated transmissions. Plus, of course, electronic logs. Make the switch before the December mandate. Get a team sign-on bonus when you join the Schneider team today at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. 
Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. I come to Sam's because it's always, you can get something different every time and you can bring a group of people and there's always something for everyone. Got a lot of options and got a great reputation and it's just a fun place to be. I've been with Sam's a long time and the sons have carried on the tradition. Sam's number three in Aurora, Havana and Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown off 15th and Curtis. Say our night family to us. Sam's number three is delicious. There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock. Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Sunday, Denver is back home to face New England. And the Orange and Blue Preview returns to the Fieldhouse event venue. Just steps from the stadium. Join the party. Crackman and Harris are live on the air starting at 4. And you said for Denver and New England. The Orange and Blue Preview is presented by UNC Extended Campus. Change your career with a UNC Extended Campus online graduate program. And by Deep Eddie Vodka, Hornitos Tequila, and Jim Bean Bourbon. The Orange and Blue Preview, Sunday on Altitude 950. Don't laugh! This ain't reality TV! To find FS1 on your television, go to foxsports.com for details. FS1. Great news. Quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you could save 15% or more on car insurance. He's the most active man on Twitter. He's become the most popular man on Twitter. He is Lane Kiffin, head football coach of Florida Atlantic, who is on an absolute roll. Lane, I want to start here. At any point when you took the FAU job, I always like to ask this question to people. A lot of times when you switch jobs, there's a moment where you think, oh, my God, what was I doing? This is a crazy decision. I don't care what the job is. I feel like at some point you have that thought. 
First of all, have you ever had that thought, or are you so confident it never even crosses your mind? Because every job I feel like at some point that I've had that's like a professional job, I've been like, holy hell, what have I gotten myself into here? When you went back to being a head coach, did that moment ever happen for you? Has it ever happened for you before in your coaching career? Um, yeah, you know, it, it probably did here. Um, probably two things. Probably, you know, the first team meeting when I went in there and, you know, used to these big places, Alabama, USC, Tennessee, you know, these great places with all these facilities and everything and go in and, you know, the team's in there, you know, some of the chairs are broke, you know, the backs on the chairs are broken, the ta- tables don't work on them and, and I'm, I'm looking around like, you know, a lot of really small guys, like small, <laughs> small. And that day I was kind of like, gosh, I, like, you know, how, how long, w- how long will this take, you know, because, <clears throat> Because it was just so foreign for me. Like one of our coaches said, you know, we were watching guys on film and, and recruits, and I was like, oh, I wouldn't take that guy. I wouldn't take that guy. I right, coach, you need to adjust your lenses. I'm like, well, what do you mean? There's a coach that was familiar with the conference and this level. He's like, you got to adjust your lenses. Like you're so like you've only been trained one way of evaluating players at the highest level. Like you, you don't get those guys, you know, at this level. So you've got to to look differently, adjust your lenses. And so I always remember him saying that. And, Went out for our first off-season workout and, you know, started the fourth quarter program, conditioning, all the stuff running around. And, like, you know, guys can, couldn't even come close to finishing the, the workout program that we were used to everyone being able to finish. So um, I think that was kind of like, wow, like, all right, you know, how long will this take? Um, but but it's just been, it's been really neat to see these kids just buy in. And, you know, I said it the other day, and I know coaches say this all the time. I know you know that I don't just say things, to, you know, you know, to try to say the right thing, but this has been the most fulfilling year of coaching by far because I really feel like, you know, when you're young, you kind of like, you're, you're, you're kind of doing things for yourself. You know, your, your enjoyment of winning is really about, okay, hey, you know, can I get the next job? You know, can I, how fast can I move up? You know, what bowl game are we going to go to? And now it's really like, it's not that at all. Now it's like, I'm doing it for them and I'm watching them, you know, celebrate in these locker rooms and sing the fight song like, you know, like they won the, like they won the Super Bowl. You know, that's what it's like every Saturday night. They're so excited because they haven't done it. You know, they just beat Marshall for the first time in the history of the school. You know, they beat Middle Tennessee for the first time in nine straight years. You know, they're bowl eligible, you know, um, you know, for, I don't know, for 10 years or something since they've been to a bowl. So it's been so neat just to see these kids be rewarded for the hard work that they put in. It's interesting. People who are hearing you say that are going to say, "My God, this sounds like a mature Lane Kiffin." Um, and 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 I'm curious for you. And look, I, I'm a young guy who's done a lot of crazy things over the years. I'm sure you have too in your career. How much Yeah, over the years. How much different does it feel to you now, coaching, than it would have, for instance, when you were on the sideline with the Raiders? Like, if you went back in time now. And Lane Kiffin, who is 31 years old or whatever the heck you were when you took over the Oakland Raiders in the NFL, saw Lane Kiffin today, like a decade later, roughly. What would, what do you think you would be most surprised about for the difference in the way that you behave as a coach and the way that you kind of go about your job? Like, what do you think would most shock 31 year old Lane Kiffin about the person you are today? Well, I think usually I've just always lived in the moment and I've always been like, okay, just, you know, question comes up whatever it is think quick react and and do it and you know i think that probably just with anyone with age or you know more experience you know you slow down and you just you think completely different now you know and and it kind of goes back to that you know 
selfish thing, really. You know, and I, and I reflected on it this week because I was doing some interview and they were asking some tough questions about, and I was going back in my head thinking, God, you know, it really was, you know, when you, when you first start in a profession, you know, how fast can I, you know, how much money can I make? How fast can I, can I go? Can I be the, the, the youngest head coach ever? All these things. And then you just think completely different now. And, um, and it's just, it's, you're very different and you're in a very different place and, and it's really, um, you know, it's like I would hope anybody would, you know, 10 years later in their profession or their marriage or their life or parenting, whatever, that you get better and, and, and you learn from mistakes and, and you go and you, you take, all right, these are good things. These are bad things. All right. How can we get better? You know, and so you're just in a lot different place. If I had told you in August, your team was going to be in first place in conference USA coming up in mid November, would you have believed me? I would have. I probably wouldn't have believed if you would have said, you know, the, the margin of victories in a lot of the games, you know, and, um, and, you know, um, all the records and stuff, you know, being set on offense and, and those things, I probably, probably wouldn't have known that would happen that fast, but I'm not surprised that, that these kids are in first place, you know, because, because of the way that they worked. What makes your offense so successful? Um, I think it's really, again, you know, always learning, always growing. I think that we've, we've combined two really, really tough things. You know, we have a system that goes, you know, as fast as anybody in the country, you know, the Baylor system that's done that for years and, you know, has success where it goes. And, and, and that's really what the majority of our system is. And then we've also combined, you know, kind of what I call, you know, problem plays or problem formations as far as like rocket motions and, and those things that we were doing in Alabama. And so now, you know, defensive coordinators, you know, or, you know, or head coaches, and you talked to them before the game, so wow, you know, this is, it's really hard to defend because nobody's really combined two things like this. You know, you're basically combining, you know, one system that is built off of, not off of speed, but our system for years, you know, USC and then Alabama was built off of problems, you know, that give defensive problems. And that's one of the experiences of sitting there for three years with, think what I got to do. I sat in three years of meetings really long meetings <laughs> with Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, and Jeremy Pruitt. And I just listened to them talk all the time about what they didn't like to play, what gave them problems each week and stuff. So you have that and you combine it with, you know, Kindle, Kindle system of, of warp speed or whatever you want to call it. You know, that, that's, that's a problem, you know, for defenses. Do you think you guys have the best offensive system in college football right now? Oh, I don't know that. Um, you know, um, I'm just always trying to learn and I'm, I get to learn from Coach Browse and, you know, just two nights ago, you know, we were done with game plan and I sat here and put on UCF, you know, you know, who's number one in the country in scoring. So, you know, to try to see if I can learn something from them. So, um, there's a lot of great systems out there and um, a lot of people doing some really unique things in college football. You say you are, what I like about you, uh, Lane is one, you just say exactly what you think, which is rare. Two, you're also a huge college football fan. Like, you're just a junkie for college football and football in general. You've mentioned you watch UCF. I know you've got your bunker mentality where you're getting your team ready. But what else have you seen so far in college football? You mentioned Kirby Smart, who you worked with for several years. You mentioned, obviously, Nick Saban. Have you gotten a chance to watch those Georgia and Alabama teams play that much? A little bit. A little more Alabama, I think, just for whatever reason, with timing of games, you know, um, by when we play and they play, um, and a tiny bit of Georgia. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, Kirby, you know, took, 
the Alabama system and went to a great place like Georgia and implemented it. And I'm sure he, you know, changed a little bit of his own ideas, um, you know, and um, he's doing a great job. Again, just learning and always I just I've been texting with him this week, you know, asking him things about his practice plan and structure and you know, is he doing those things exactly like Coach Saban or or is he changing some things and stuff, you know, just trying to learn from the people that are that are doing the best in the country. Do you think Alabama and Georgia are the two best teams in the country? You know, I, I would not this will surprise you, but I'm not an expert on that because because you know, we do so much with our own team and playing and stuff, I don't get to watch it like you guys do and, and follow all of it, you know. So I, I just, you know, see highlights or scores. So I would not be an expert in that. Um, but from what I've seen, you know, it sure seems like that. It, you know, to me, it seems like college football is a little bit down at the top. You know, you don't have, you know, a lot of just phenomenal teams that are that are playing great. You know, I, I don't know why it is. I don't know if it has to do with so many juniors leave early, but. It doesn't seem like college football, you know, has, you know, 10 great teams to argue about who should be at the top, you know. So that's kind of, I don't, I don't know why that's happened, but maybe it's because all the good players are at Alabama. <laughs> We're talking to Lane Kiffin. Uh, Lane, you said, um, something I thought was interesting about you had to adjust your, your, the way that you look at talent in terms of recruiting at FAU as opposed to being at Alabama or SC or Tennessee for that matter, where you could go after maybe the best player who's on the film. Is that going to help you down the road in recruiting? Because now you're almost having to specialize in diamonds in the rough, whereas in before you could just go find diamonds. Yeah, my my dad used to always say um, all the time. He's like, he would hire coaches and he'd be at the NFL in Tampa, you know, and he hired Rod Marinelli and Mike Tomlin and and Joe Barry, all these guys, um, Raheem Morris. Almost all the guys he'd hire would be from college. And I was confused, like, why aren't you just hiring NFL guys? Because that's the highest level. And he's like, the best coaches aren't necessarily in the NFL. He's like, some of the best coaches you'll see will be at high schools when you go recruiting and or at smaller colleges because they have to develop players. In the NFL, you don't have to develop them. If they're not doing it, you just cut them and get new ones. Well, you're at a smaller smaller school. You've got to find players. You've got to develop them. You know, you can't just, okay, you know, move on, go transfer and, you know, get a, get a bunch of, you know, five stars to come in. So I think that does, I think that does help you a lot as, as coaches. And, um, I think it made sense. You know, why my dad was always like, I don't want to hire guys that have been in the NFL for 15, 20 years, you know, that are just taking their seventh job in the NFL because they just rotate around, you know, go find guys that are great teachers and great evaluators. You, um, you know, it's kind of in, intriguing in that respect too. When you take over the FAU job, before you take over FAU, do you go watch some of their old tape to see what kind of talent they have, or do you go in and interview almost blind? I don't know what most coaches do, but is that something where you've done some research on the FAU talent beforehand and you think, okay, I see some parts I could work with, or is it just something where you interview with the guys who are in charge of FAU and you like them enough that without even spending much time looking at the talent, you take the job? No, you, you, you do both. You hit on the two, two things that you do for sure. You know, you look at as much as you can, you know, talk to, um, you know, maybe people in the conference or, um, I actually talked to, to the last coach, Coach Partridge, you know, on the phone. So, um, just to see where is the program, what, you know, is a young team. And this was a very, very young team that returned a lot of good players, um, from a team that struggled the year before, but, you know, had some highlights with some certain players. And then, you know, that's probably the second most important thing because you can recruit and change a program. But the first most, most important thing is, you know,
know, what is the structure? What, what is, you know, the president? You know, um, what is the idea? What is the plan? And so, you know, I interviewed for a couple jobs, and actually on the day I interviewed for this job, I interviewed for another job that you would consider to be a bigger, better job. And I walked out of the meeting with FAU and, and said, these guys get it. You know, this president, you know, Dr. Kelly, he was, he'd been at Clemson for 20 some years, and he had a plan. And he was telling me their plan, which is abnormal. Usually the president's not even in the interview. You meet him after you get the job. But, but he had a plan about, okay, he knew what Dabo did at Clemson, how that changed changed the university, how that changed the attention on the university once they started winning, how that changed out-of-state applicants. I just was talking about him yesterday, and he said they're up this year already, you know, just from the attention on the football program. So because he had a plan of what to do and was going to give you the things, you know, assistant coaches, you know, salary pool, that's a big deal. You know, you, your assistant coaches are the, the lifeline of your program. And so, you know, gave us the most in the conference so we could go hire these coaches, you know, to come here to help develop this program. Talking to Lane Kiffin, head coach FAU, they're in first place in Conference USA. Uh, you were mentioning college versus pro coaches, and i got to ask you because this has turned into, you'll probably have seen this on Twitter, uh, John Gruden. Like, Tennessee fans are obsessed with whether John Gruden might come back and coach in college football. You know John Gruden a little bit. Obviously, he's had connections to your family over the years. Do you think John Gruden will ever coach again? And if he ever coaches again, do you think he'll coach in college football? Um, I, I do know Coach well and um, actually text with him some some things and some ideas of scheme and stuff. Or I'll send a video of something that I see or something, send it to him because um, he, he is a genius when it comes to offense um and i don't mean to speak for him i would be shocked you know not that he's never said this i'd be shocked that he would he would go coach college football you know he was a ga at tennessee whatever 20 30 years ago um and he's he loves the nfl you know and you can see his passion you know when he when you hear it on monday night football so um i would not be surprised if, if he did coach in the nfl you know with the with the right it's just like talk about being more mature and in getting older you know you know what you want so i'm sure it would have to be a special place you know with the right um, ownership the right amount of control so that he could do things his way we're talking to lane kiffin all right i gotta ask you this too so you've won us some money here i love to gamble on college football you're up seven a lot of people had fau minus six and a half you also tweeted about this at any point in time, when you'd say, like, so take me through the decision to take the safety there. So you're up seven. Uh, like you said, you hadn't beaten Marshall, and they had never beaten Marshall, I think, at FAU before. Uh, and Marshall comes down and scores on, like, a fourth and 15 against you, I think. Um, but when you, what happened in that play? What happened in your mind? Um, you know, those, those are situations that you go over. You know, every um, Friday we go over all kinds of situations that, you know, kind of once in a year, once in a lifetime situations. And one of them is take a safety there and buy as much time. You hold on it. So, you know, because they have to decline the penalty so you can hold and it doesn't hurt you. So um, we were just mastering the situation. And so rat poison involved at all? <laughs> I don't know. Again, as I've, as I've said before, I don't, people think like I have this huge, like, marketing plan. I sit down every day, you know, for an hour <laughs> with the team to figure out what I'm going to tweet. People just, I have buddies, friends, or, or people, you know, our GAs or something like that, and they like literally send me stuff and they get a kick out of when I retweet it. So somebody sends me something and I hashtag something and I send it out. It takes about 10 seconds. Uh, Lane, good luck. I hope you cover against uh, Louisiana Tech this weekend. No pressure, but I gave you out as the pick. So if we get any more safeties like that, we're going to have to have major major consultations. Good stuff, my man. You're on a roll. I appreciate the time. 
All right, Clay, thanks. Have a good weekend. You too. That's Elaine Kiffin. His team plays against Louisiana Tech this weekend down in Ruston, Louisiana. I'm Clay Travis. Let's bring in my guy, Eddie Garcia. Find out what's shaking the world of sports. All right, Clay, Thursday night football saw the Seahawks beat the Cardinals in Arizona 22-16 to in the NFC West battle. Russell Wilson, two touchdown passes for Seattle. Both went to tight end Jimmy Graham. Seahawks improved to 6-3 and three with the win, while the Arizona Cardinals dropped to 4-5 and five with that loss. Now, in the win for Seattle, they did suffer a big loss as star defensive back Richard Sherman suffered a ruptured Achilles tendon, and he is done for the rest of the season. News from the NFL, where an emergency injunction request by the NFL Players Association on behalf of Dallas Cowboys star running back Ezekiel Elliott was denied by the second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. That means Elliott's six-game suspension is back on, and he is ineligible to play Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. Clay, a couple of quick scores from the NBA. Rockets over the Cavaliers, 117-113. Houston's 9-3, and tied with the Warriors with the best record in the West. James Harden led him with a triple-double, 35 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists for Cleveland. They still continue to struggle. They're 5-3 and seven on the year and have dropped six in the last eight games and the Nuggets knock off the Thunder 102-94 Oklahoma City now four and seven on the season good deal uh, we are coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO the only hard part figuring out which way is easier as well Dollar Shave Club has everything you need for your hair, face, skin, and shower. They have you covered from head to toe, and they deliver it to you just like they do their razors. Give the club a try today. Go to dollarshaveclub.com slash outkick. All right. I'm going to give you some money. going to make you rich, including the blood bank guarantee. Tap the veins, boys and girls. It's time to get rich. 12 guaranteed gambling winners. Up next, final segment of the show, Friday edition. Who loves you? This guy. Three straight weeks of winning picks. Make it four, baby. We're going 12 and 0. The gambling picks up next on Outkick, the coverage. Ladies and gentlemen, when your football game is on, you need a social media home. So follow us all on Twitter at Fox Sports Radio. What is that? That's at Fox Sports Radio, your social media home. Way to go, baby. We are Fox Sports. Calling all contractors. Announcing the Ferguson and Ram Commercial Ultimate Van Giveaway. We're handing over the keys to a 2018 Ram Commercial Promaster van stacked so high with brand name tools, you'll be glad you've got that 76 inches of cargo height. We'll even brand it for you, so there'll be no doubt who's riding in style. Worth over 100,000 big ones, enter at ferguson.com slash Giveaway. Hear that? That's opportunity honking. No purchase necessary. For official rules and eligibility details, visit ferguson.com slash Giveaway. Liberty Mutual presents worry-free music moments. Switching to Liberty Mutual could save you $782 on the perfect home and auto insurance for your needs, so you can feel good about the family budget and the massage you're about to treat yourself to. This is awesome. Get a quote at libertymutual.com. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide survey of new customers, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. When weather hits, the right wiper blades make all the difference. That's when the Michelin Man is on your side, helping you see better and drive safer with new Michelin Premium Wiper Blades. Designed with exclusive SmartFlex technology or frameless beam design, Michelin Blades flex to the curve of your windshield, giving you unparalleled, streak-free, long-lasting, all-season performance. So when the going gets tough, be ready. Michelin Premium Wiper Blades. It's a difference you can see. Available at Walmart and other fine retailers. 
Home isn't just a place. It's a feeling. Whether you're at home, your business, or online, ADT helps keep you safe. With security systems, home automation, alarms, and surveillance. So you can feel at home, wherever you are. Go to ADT.com to get that feeling. ADT. Home. Safe. Home. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Small, uncomfortable, not practical. At Shop Mini, they've heard it all. It's time to think differently about Mini. The 2017 Countryman has more interior space than the Audi Q3 and the Mercedes-Benz GLA 250. Plus, it's a lot more fun to drive with legendary go-kart handling and fit and finish within that'll make everyone lucky enough to drive with you envious. Take advantage of an exceptional offer. 0% APR for 72 months on a wide selection of 2017 Mini Countryman. Shop Mini. One price, one person, one hour. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful Anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over a 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. When the weather turns cold, there's nothing like a piping hot take to start your day. Ten reasons why the Broncos are going to go six and ten, but you're wrong about six and ten. They may not get to five. Piping hot takes with Vic, Manchester, and HW. Third quarter against Golden State. They got hit by a truck. It's like an NBA cultural thing where they build in excusable loss. Our piping hot takes. Weekday mornings at 7.20. On the Vic Lombardi Show. Presented by Porter at Venice Hospital. I think it's more than just Van Joseph right now. It's systemic. On Altitude 950. Agencies like. See store for details. Prices and participation may vary. Legal exclusions apply. No purchase necessary. We'll try to convince you that our product will give you cleaner, tighter abs in minutes. A perfect smile. Porcelain veneers. Freedom from those painful, embarrassing bunions. Because we simply want to help you spend smarter and save better. Log on to feedthepig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Whether it's the NFL. If I am Jimmy Haslam, I fire everyone in my front office. The MLB. In the end, the questions were asked about Dave Roberts mismanaging the bullpen. The NBA. The Cavaliers are old geezers. Or college football. They slow down. The rankings don't mean anything right now. When the stories trend, we break it down for you. In a professional manner, of course. Yeah, well, I'm doing whatever I want. On Fox Sports 
Radio. It all comes down to this. In the quest to capture the crowd, the final race of the NHRA season, the Auto Club NHRA Finals from Pomona, live Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Friday! Friday! says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. All right, it's Friday. What do Who loves you? This guy. What do I do to prove that I love you? Give you gambling picks that are going to win. Cue the music, boys. Guess who's back? It's time. A.K.A. Mr. Make It Rain on him. For Clay Travis to make us rich. I'm rich. Including the legendary, famous, well-known, talk of the town, most celebrated. I'd buy that for a dollar. Blood Bank Guarantee. Now, I'm not the kind of guy who likes to brag, toot his own horn, draw attention to himself. So it is with the utmost... <laughs> it is with the utmost degree of humbleness that I point out that we now have three straight weeks of winning picks here, and it's going to get better because we're going 12-0 and this weekend. Get your paper and your pen. Start to write. Don't tweet me after I give you out these picks and say, hey, can you tell them all to me again? I was driving. If you want them, go to outkick.com, O-U-T-K-I-C-K. You can scroll down. They're all written there. But... A lot of you don't read. A lot of you don't, don't read, sadly. So I can give them to you as you listen. Michigan State's going on the road at Ohio State. It's an interesting little factoid for you. Mark D'Antonio, he's beaten Jim Harbaugh and James Franklin this year. And he's 3-3 three and three in his last six games against Ohio State. All of them decided by 12 or fewer points, including the past two games being decided by scores of 17-14 and 17-16. Frankly... I don't understand this line at all. It has ballooned all the way out to Ohio State minus 17. I'm telling you, Michigan State covers this one with ease on the road in the shoe. FAU, you just heard him. Lane Kiffin on with us at Louisiana Tech. He's going to make up for killing us on the cover last weekend with that safety late. Lane Kiffin and FAU gets the cover at Louisiana Tech. Georgia at Auburn. I'm telling you, Georgia's going to win this one by a field goal or more. The line right around Georgia minus two or minus two and a half. I think Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs get it done. And this is going to eliminate Auburn from any contention in the SEC West and mean that that game against Alabama is solely for state pride. Here's an interesting one. Rutgers on the road at Penn State. Now, this to me is kind of intriguing because... Everybody out there is going to be on Penn State, and this line is around 30 now. And I think a big reason why is because nobody wants to actually say I'm on Rutgers. Because if Rutgers loses and doesn't cover, then all your buddies are going to be like, yeah, of course you lost. You bet on Rutgers instead of Penn State, you idiot. But sometimes there is value in brands that have no value in the public arena. Rutgers is 7-2 and two against the number this year because nobody wants to bet on them. I bet on them against Washington, covered. I bet on them against Michigan, covered. And I'm telling you, you should bet on them here in this game against Penn State. Tennessee at Mizzou. 
All right, can you hear this? Can you hear that? That's me tapping my vein. I'm not sure. We need to tap in the vein sound. That's what we need to add for uh, for the uh, the soundtrack here. The blood bank guarantee. If you're not familiar with what the blood bank is, the blood bank guarantee is even if you have no money, you go down to the blood bank and you sell your platelets. You take that money and you put it directly on this game. I gave it out to you starting at 10. It's now all the way out to Mizzou minus 12 and a half. Mizzou is going to blow out Tennessee. We don't even know who the Tennessee quarterback is going to be. It's going to be probably end up being a true freshman who has never started a game before in his life. I think that Jared Garantano is not going to be healthy enough to go. Tennessee can't score. And Mizzou and Drew Locke are the best offensive combo there between quarterback and offensive skill position talent that you don't know. Mizzou's going to score 35. Tennessee can't score more than 14. Easy cover. Notre Dame at Miami. I'm on the Fighting Irish. I think Notre Dame goes down, takes control with that offensive line and that run game late in this game. Wins by a touchdown or more. Miami's perfect season goes up in flames. Florida at South Carolina. Love the under here. Neither one of these teams is going to be able to score. This line opened South Carolina minus nine. Way too high. But neither team is going to be able to score. It's going to be ugly. Here's a stat for you. The Florida Gators haven't scored more than 17 points in a game since September. That is, they have scored 16, 17, 7, and 16 in their past four SEC games and average of just 14 points a game. I love the under here. Texas Tech at Baylor. Last week, I gave you the Texas and the Oklahoma game. Uh, sorry, the Oklahoma and the Oklahoma State game. I said, just put your feet up. Kick back. Don't even worry about the outcome of this game. We hit the over in the first half. That's happening close to it again in Texas Tech Baylor. TCU, Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma under a touchdown. Get this one at six and a half or less, uh, and you are in great shape. Kentucky at Vandy, the over 52 and a half. And double play here, Arkansas at LSU. LSU minus 16 and a half, the over 56. Now, you can cut the music off here. I sound like a rapper. Cut the music off. Turn the music down. I like to give you out a parlay, too. People say, don't bet parlays. I love betting parlays. Now, I also always bet the underlying game itself as well. So if I go 2-1 and one or 3-1 and one in a four-game parlay, I don't want to feel like I got screwed here. But with your fun money, I love this parlay three-gamer. SEC parlay. If you want to make it a four-gamer, I'll give you a four-gamer to add on to it. But a three-gamer that I love. I love Missouri to cover. Okay? I love Missouri to cover against Tennessee. I like Florida and South Carolina to go under. I love Vanderbilt and Kentucky to go over. And if you want one more to make it a four-gamer, I like the over in LSU, Arkansas. All right, there you go. You're going to get rich. All those picks, I'm telling you, especially the parlay, when you get rich, here's what I'd ask you to do. Just be nice to me. Just come on Twitter, at Clay Travis, when the parlay hits, just come on Twitter, at Clay Travis, and they say, thank you, Santa Clay. Because I do it for the people. Just in time for the holiday season, everybody's got a lot more money to spend than you're going to expect to spend. My wife came to me the other day. She said, hey, we got to buy presents for all these people. I said, what are you talking about? How is it that every single year at Christmas, my family ends up costing me so much more more money than I ever anticipated? She said, oh, also, you're going to take the boys to learn how to ski over holidays while you're here doing the radio show. I said, wait a minute. Skiing? She said, yeah, it's time for them to learn how to ski. 
Money just right out the window. Just money right out the window. It's what happens when you're a dad. Nobody ever comes to you and gives you money when you're a dad, right? Everybody knows what I'm talking about here. Dad's out there driving into work. People just take money from you all the time. Now, I don't remember the last time somebody just came in. No member of my family has ever come up to me and said, hey, guess what? I got a couple of extra thousand dollars that I didn't think I was going to have. Just going to put it into the kitty here for the family. Nope. All people do is take money from dad. Dad, riding around 20-year-old jeans, got tennis shoes, hadn't bought new tennis shoes in 15 years, gets the crappiest car, got T-shirts left over from when he was still in high school. People just take money right out of dad's wallet. That's what dad does. Dad's the bank. It's going to happen to you, too. That's why I love the parlay. So just thank me. Early Santa present. I'm telling you, I'm out looking for, looking out for you here. We're going with a fourth straight week of winners. All do, I do it for the people and for the dads especially. Cause the dads are out there just getting their wallets picked every morning. You know what happened to me the other day? I went out to buy something. I don't use cash that often. Only people who get cash from me are, are babysitters and strippers. Only people who still get paid in cash, babysitters and strippers. It's the truth. I went out to go buy something. Pull out my wallet. There's no money in it at all. Come back home. I said to my wife, hey, you took all the money out of my wallet. She said, yeah, I needed some money. I said, if you take every dollar out of your husband's wallet, you have at least an obligation to tell him, hey, I took all your money. I'm trying to pay to park. No money. No money at all. No money in my wallet. What do you do? It's what happens to dads. Open up that wallet. It's all gone. Kids, wife, everybody just takes money. Get rich on the blood bank guarantee. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Thanks to everybody out there, veterans. Uh, also, uh, anniversary, uh, happy birthday to the Marine Corps. Have a spectacular Friday. Get rich on the picks. And thank you guys for hanging out with us all week here on Outkick the Coverage. We'll be back Monday. Santa Clay's coming to town, baby, with these picks. Thank you from Outkick the Coverage. Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle Meanderings. Oh man, this is great. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. Scored some big savings and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. What doesn't make sense is if we call bicycles bikes and tricycles trikes, shouldn't we call motorcycles mics? Hmm. Maybe a bunch of guys named Mike teamed up and put a stop to it. Geico Motorcycle. Savings that make sense. Let's see here. Fire protection? Check. Uniforms, mats, and restroom products? Check. First aid cabinets and safety products? Check. Great. So it sounds like we're ready to go. Uh, no. When I said check, I meant we still need to check on all those things. Just call Cintas. They can handle all of it. It's what they do. Okay. Call Cintas. Check. I mean, got it. Oh, I'm ready. Learn how Cintas can help you get ready for the workday. Visit Cintas.com. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing much more than just a rate. Let me ask you, does calling the company with the best client service in America, with 11 J.D. Power Awards to prove it, matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative, client-focused technology, matter? Does calling the company with 17,000-plus team members who are helping to rebuild the great cities of Detroit and Cleveland matter? Of course it matters. No wonder our clients have made Quicken Loans America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN 
or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. Hey, Scott Ace here. Can't find the energy for your next workout? When I'm looking to boost that energy and endurance, I drink H2. That's H-T-W-O. It's hydrogen water. Not only does it hydrate your body, but H2, hydrogen water, delivers the power of molecular hydrogen into your body. It's energy at the cellular level to give you that boost. Get you the energy you need without the sugars and additives that ruin your health. Get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Supers. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. KKSE, Parker, Denver, the best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. 
on the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson. And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right. Thinks he's always right. James Manchester Merlat. And the man in the middle. He's a small man, but he's a good doctor. Attorney at flaw. Make some noise. Everybody up on your feet. No one's sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi. Yeah. Man, Pepsi Center was woke last night. I mean, woke. What a wonderful opportunity on national television for the Nuggets. And and they did it. And listen, they did it. We said, you know, by the end of our show yesterday, got to win this game. And it was a tight game throughout. And in the fourth quarter, you look at the numbers in the fourth quarter, outscoring the Oklahoma City Thunder, holding them defensively to 19 points, 27-19 in that decisive fourth quarter. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. A hard-earned and very well-deserved win last night, fellas. No doubt. I mean, that fourth quarter was a fourth quarter we would have not seen a season ago, and it's time to um, have the conversation uh, have they taken a leap? Now, does that leap mean they're going to be in the Western Conference Finals? I'm not sure. But does that leap mean they can be a playoff team? Yes, and I think we can officially have that conversation this morning. That was a leap-type win to me. Now, I watched that game on television, um, and I really appreciate listening to the perspective of the national crew because I want to hear what they think of the local team. And outside of Reggie Miller butchering Nikola Jokic's name for the first half, he got it in the second half, he did make some uh, really nice comparisons to Arvita Sabonis. Then I don't know if you guys saw the halftime where uh, Barkley and Shaq and the rest of the crew basically mocked Reggie Miller for giving the Nuggets all that Arvita Sabonis love. Um <laughs> I, I think it proved out at the end that they're better than even the TNT crew thought, right? And that's what you want to prove on national television. You want to show people who you are and that you belong there. The Nuggets belonged. Well, and I thought it was funny how Shaq kept saying how exciting they were to watch and how much he loved them and ball movement. And it's like, Shaq, this is the first time you've watched them all year. That's cool, but let's not pretend like you know this Nuggets team very well. Yeah, but you you love his opinion though, don't you? you oh, love of the course. Fact that by the end of the game, they were sold. Uh, no doubt. When the TNT crew raves about you, that's great. But that's why last night was so important because it was the first time the TNT crew and a lot of national people had seen the Nuggets play, and they showed up. Hell, we needed to be sold. Let's be honest. We went into that game not. not I mean, we hope they win. We hope they win games like that. They did. Which leads me to my um, necessary steps. I've got a list here of five necessary steps to playoff contention. And I'll ask each of you. You tell me what you think about these steps. By the way, how you doing, James? I'm good, Vic. How are you? Yeah. Why are you so quiet? Uh, I don't know. You guys were just, you know, riffing about the game. It's an 845 start. Uh, that's past my bedtime. You know what, though? I, I hate and love that start time. I, I hate it because you're right. You get tired. I love it because you own the national stage to your own. There's no other game going on, really, that means anything at that point. That's true. But is anybody on the East Coast watching it at 1045 when it starts? That is late. Holy that's moly, late. that's late. So That's all I'm saying. I remember when the Nuggets lived in that time slot. Lived there. Oh, I know. During the end of the Mellow era, it was every week it seemed like they had that game on a Wednesday or Thursday. 
Well, good for the Nuggets. 102.94 if you missed it last night over the Oklahoma City Thunder on national television. Let me give you the necessary steps, five of them, to playoff contention. Let's see if this checks out, okay? Mm-hmm. Number one, you have to rebuild at some point. Every team does. Rebuild, resurface, whatever you want to call it, retool. All right? You have to rebuild. The Nuggets have gone through that. All right? They've been rebuilding now for a couple years. Yeah. The rebuild mode is is pretty much done. They're adding pieces, but the rebuilding is over with. Step two, you have to be able to experiment when you're done with rebuilding. Who plays where? How many minutes does A or B get? Who do we trade away? How does this work? You experiment after you rebuild. I get that. Step three, you touch it up. You know, you're done with your uh, essay. You're done with your term paper. You rewrite it, you touch it up. You do certain things to make sure everything's working. Nuggets are past that. This offseason was a touch-up season. Then, step four, you hope to win games like last night. And in our show yesterday, I think we were all in that hope-to-win mode. Rightfully so. They hadn't proven it yet. That's a game the Nuggets lose last year. You hope to beat Oklahoma City. You hope to shut up the likes of Russell Westbrook. You hope. Last night they did. So now here we are, step five. Step five of the necessary steps to playoff contention. Expect to win those games. And if you heard Michael Malone afterwards, he noticed it. We saw it. We feel it. There's been now a move in confidence. The confidence level of this team has taken that extra step where they expect to win those type of games. Now they did it once. They're going to have to do it a few more times this season. But they did it. Step five of how you get to playoff contention. They achieved it last night. What do you guys think? No, I, I, I would agree with you. I, I think, though, the next seven days are the key. Because that's a nice win yesterday. You get to seven and five. Uh, you know, you're, you're tied, I believe, for the most wins in the division. It's, it's a good win. Really good win. You got to go out on Saturday and finish off the homestand at five and one. You can't stub your toe against Orlando. Orlando's a good team, by the way, 7-4. I, I know. So you can't overlook it. Because if you lose Saturday night, it kind of negates last night's win. It, it, it's yeah. kind of like, eh. Geez, I, I don't dispute that. So I, you got to do that one because that's a take care of business. If you're a good playoff team, you beat teams like Orlando at home. You do. You just, that's a, that's a must. You go on the road Monday, you're at Portland. That's a litmus test kind of game. And then a week from tonight, you're back here against New Orleans. That's your next three games. You're seven and five. You got a shot to be 10 and 5 with a really good road win against a rival. Nah, that, then you'd be in a place where all of a sudden the Broncos are 3 and 6 and the Nuggets are 10 and 5 and they've, they've won 5 or 6 in a row. They won a road game at Portland. This town would be a buzz. The next week could create a little bit of Nuggets momentum here. That to me is the next step. That's the, that's the, that's the leap I want to see them make. To flip it from the Broncos to the Nuggets almost. And, and yeah. in terms of just what are we excited about in this moment, it would be the Denver Nuggets and the Broncos. It would be, let's see if they can tank and get a top five. Let's pick. say, let's say they go into Portland and win on Monday. They, mm-hmm. they win Saturday. They win in Portland. They're nine and five. The Broncos are three and six getting ready for Cincinnati. What do you think people are more excited about? Right, especially with the Nuggets having three days off. Tuesday, right. Wednesday, Thursday, that New Orleans game is another 8.30 start. It's an ESPN game. Correct. It's the kind of thing where the all week people are saying, 
that Nuggets New Orleans game is going to be fun, and they're saying, who do the Broncos have again? Right. Oh, Cincinnati. Right. That's right. I don't really care. Build up for a game almost like it's a football game because you got all week to talk about it. Well, you guys are trying to make it us versus them as if the Broncos are the enemy or something. I, I, I never root for the other teams in town to I, lose. I'm not rooting for them to lose. Mm. I'm just telling you there's an opportunity here. I'm not I, I'm not saying that I want them to lose. I'm just saying there's an opportunity here before the first of the year, before Christmas. Well, there's an win. opportunity regardless. Let's say the Broncos win the next two games. Who cares whether they win or lose? Eh, if, the Broncos, if the Broncos win Sunday, everybody's talking football again. Everybody's yeah, talking take, football again. Who cares? What, what do you care what people are talking? Why do we care so much about what people are talking Earn it on your own. I don't know. I guess I talk about sports for a living. I kind of care what people are talking about. Yeah, and I don't want to talk about a dog butt four and five yeah. team that gets lucky and beats the Patriots. And then I got to hear how they're going to, oh yeah, they're going to be in the playoffs. And I got jerks on Twitter betting me and telling me, oh, I told you they're going to go 11 and five. I, yeah, that's so sure. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that nonsense. I'd rather talk about a 10 and five Nuggets team. Sue me. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. The point is, half the Nuggets, half the Broncos roster, as long as we're talking about the Broncos, you know when you've arrived? When half the Broncos roster is sitting courtside watching you play. Did you see all the Nuggets last night, along with your boy Doug Ottawa? What the hell was Doug doing next to that? I saw Vaughn there. High roller. I saw Will Parks there. Who else was there on that Nuggets roster? Brandon Marshall was on that sideline with them. Brandon was there. Mm-hmm. You expect Brandon Marshall, he, he's sort of like part of the front office with the Nuggets now. No doubt. He helped acquire Paul Millsap, for yep. crying out loud. And then there's Ottawa on the outs. What is Ottawa doing there? That's how he rolls, man. Apparently. I mean, I, I, I only sat like two, three rows up with him. Apparently, once I'm not there any longer, yeah. he gets the upgrade. I wonder how Have many, many ba- I wonder how many mini basketballs he caught in those seats last night. You you caught me off guard with the next Friday is an eight thirty game because I'm going. Speaking of Doug, I'm going with Doug. It's an eight thirty game. Yeah. it's a Friday though. Yeah, I got, you know, you I could got tell. a flight football tournament the next morning. I got dude, a you could tell we're old. You could tell because the eight thirty start years ago never even phased me. Eight thirty is like yeah okay. Now when I see eight thirty and eight forty five, because you you have to understand something, guys. I do a one hour post game show. Oh. So an 8.30 start means I'm out of there after midnight. I, That's late for an old man. I looked at the clock last night. It was 7.30. I was like, I'm ready for bed, and the Nuggets don't start for an hour. <laughs> I've turned. So on a Friday, after doing this all week, next Friday, I got no shot with that. Yeah. i I got to rethink my, my decision here. This is... Yeah. Although I, cocktails apparently I'm rooting against the Broncos because I said, hey, wouldn't it be great if we were talking Nuggets? Well, the way you, you got in your in with that hot take. I mean, my goodness, here's Jeez. Manchester. Manchester starts the show by saying, and here's hoping the Broncos lose three straight. The Nuggets will own the town. Not yeah, what I everybody. Said. I said, if they're 10 and 5, we'll be talking about a good team as opposed to talking about a bad team. That's fact. That's all I said. So, sorry, let's have them just middle. Let's just have them be... Eight and seven, and we can talk about the four and five Broncos and the eight and seven Nuggets and the eight and six Avs and the eighty-one and eighty-one Rockies. Hey, you know the my seventeen uh, and seventeen Rapids. Hey, you know what? The Buffs are five and five. Let's talk about them. Sue my, me. my five, my five necessary steps for playoff contention. As I, uh, as I just told you, rebuild, experiment, touch up, hope, and then expect. The Nuggets are now in step five, expect mode. I don't the Broncos, think they've done touch-up. The Broncos may be at rebuild mode. They are. They may be at step one. They may be at step one. 
of that five-step process to playoff contention. Great show on tap today. We will hear from Garrett Bowles, Broncos rookie tackle. I ask him the question, fellas, hey, Garrett, do you listen to local sports talk radio? He says yes. And I said, do you hear how much heat your unit gets? He says yes. I'll leave it there. The response after that I thought was brilliant. You're going to love this interview with Garrett Bowles. Kyle Keefe, live from Sweden at 745. As the Avs play a rare noon game, it's noon Denver time, 8 o'clock Stockholm time. We'll talk to Kyle. Raul Martinez, 8.30, from NBC Boston. Used to work here in Denver. His thoughts on the Broncos Patriots this weekend. Jesse's in uh, Sweden. We got Dan Tanner filling in. We got Marty O in the house. HW, of course. And a very grumpy James Manchester Maryland because he had to stay up last night. Why are you shaking your head? I'm I'm grumpy because I said I want the Nuggets to be good. All right, well, I'm no, you're be just great grumpy because you're ten and five. That makes you're me grumpy because you had to stay oh, up. Oh God! Just admit it. You're just you got the Nickel Party Show Friday. You're watching on Periscope via Altitude 950 at Vic Lombardi. For those of you watching on Periscope, say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. We're back after this timeout. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Friday edition of Crackman and Harris, we'll do the Dover Unders ahead of the Broncos and the Patriots. Ryan, will Bill Belichick be wearing over or under half of a hood on Sunday night? You're going to have to wait to find out, Name Plus, we're going to talk about the weekend preview and lukewarm locks. And we got to talk about my Irish. Woo! Going into Miami, Catholics versus convicts. What side are you on? Also, the Avalanche and the Senators in Stockholm. Moe's will tell us how it all went down as they met back up with their old buddy Matt Duchesne. Crackman and Harris Friday, do it. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Attention homeowners, you need to sell that home, don't you? Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call because of the following offer he will make. He's got a system, a marketing system that works. It's proven. He's going to sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or... He'll cut you a check for $5,000. That's 5K cash in the pocket if he can't get the job done. He has a system of marketing, and marketing is the key in this climate to sell homes. 720-900-4433. That's Troy Hansford, 720-900-4433. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Hey, it's Friday, but before you move into weekend mode, I want to remind you that it's not too late to re-examine your mortgage. And if you're going to do that, contact my friends at American Financing. You can reach them at 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. With recent talk about changes to the Federal Reserve Board chair, it's definitely a good time to examine your mortgage. And it's a good time to decide if you have the best mix of long- and short-term borrowing. Consider this. The Fed seems intent on raising rates. If you've been curious about shortening your mortgage term or taking advantage of competitively low interest rates, now is the time to refinance. Get to know which refinance benefits can save you the most in monthly savings. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based experts at American Financing to find out. 
Reexamine your mortgage. Give them a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. The most challenging things in life can also be the most rewarding. Earn your bachelor's or master's degree from CSU Global. Our programs are 100% online and designed for working adults. CSU Global's flexible and affordable options allow you to advance in your career. And with a tuition guarantee, no student fees, and monthly starts, you can begin earning your degree as soon as you're ready. So don't wait another minute. Apply online at csuglobal.edu and get started today. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A couple slow patches on northbound I-25 from accidents. Traffic is brought to you by Champion Windows. Northbound I-25 is slowing Lincoln Avenue through to around Arapaho Road. There was an earlier crash at Orchard. Northbound is staying heavy and slow from the Broadway exit up into downtown. An accident near 38th Avenue, Park Avenue West. This fall, you can save on it all during Champion's fall season super sale. Get 30% off new Champion Windows. Schedule today at GetChampion.com. That's GetChampion.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Chandler throws it away on the inbound. Loose ball tapped in the front court. Westbrook runs it down, leans in. Has it blocked by Millsap at the rim on a two-handed dunk. He made him eat it. Right side, Chandler in the corner. Three, Harris. Yes! The Nuggets are ready to play tonight, folks. They're ready to play. Timeout, Billy Donovan, Pepsi Center crowd to its feet. That was a big turn of events last night as the Nuggets defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder 102-94. You heard Paul Millsap get a block shot there. You know he had six blocks in the first half? Six. Six block shots. That one, he was trailing Russell Westbrook, caught him at the rim and said, No. Millsap finishes with 17, had an and one in the final couple minutes that I thought proved to be the difference in that game. Fellas, Kyle Keefe says, wave to him. He's watching on Periscope from Sweden. Hi, How Kyle. Cool is that? What's up, man? Go ahead, and, go ahead and give him an aggressive wave. We'll talk to him in about a half hour, too. I like what you guys have done with the room, by the way. Since now I'm on the computer screen, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. I feel inclusive now. You're okay. I mean, you're okay with HW being in your chair? No, I'm. I'm never okay with that. Okay. By the way, you're in my chair, HW. Are you using my mic screen? Uh, I don't know. All these things kind of get lost at this point. All right, just don't. I'll, I'll let you go with the chair for now, but don't use the mic screen, please. Would you rather I use it or Hastings uses it? Neither of you should be using my <laughs> mic screen. That's like using somebody's mouthpiece. All right. I mean, when you oh, play come football. On. Yeah, it's, it's exactly like that. that. What are you What are you doing to this mic screen? I get up in there. I get up in there. Oh, gosh. That's my mic screen. I like to use it the way I, I don't want someone else's freaking mouth on my mic screen. Also, we would, I wouldn't be able to put you on this computer if I wasn't sitting in your chair because why, I would be using that computer. That's why I will give you that for now. You could always take the one in front of you and turn it around. Don't give me those stupid excuses. Yeah, that'd be a pain. I might yeah, blow this place up. You never know. <laughs> a lot of words. From the text line, I need an Avs game, damn it. Well, you're going to get one. You're going to get an Avs game at noon today. The Avs in Ottawa. It's been a long time waiting, I guess, a week. You're going to see Matt Duchesne flying around in a Senator's jersey today. You're going to see Samuel Gerrard, who, by the way, according to Keith, they're going to go with Gerrard and Tyson Berry, pairing up those two. Well, that's the small ball lineup, I guess, right? Two short, small-statured defensemen paired up. That should be fun. Yeah, that I should be the uh, NASCAR line. I don't I hate that at all. Who will run with EJ? Do they think? 
I don't know. We'll ask Kiefer. Okay. Uh, five oh five eight. Whoa, you guys are hyping the Nuggets a bit too much. People are still going to be talking about the Broncos far more, even if the Nuggets are ten and five. Come on. By the way, learn how to spell come on. Everybody does this. Come on is not C O M M O N. That's that would, common. That would be the word common. That's yes. the word common. People do that all the time. It's come on is spelled differently. This is why I don't tell people what to think, what to say, who to root for. I don't care who you talk about. I think James is, in, is referencing to what we're going to talk about. What deserves more attention? It's, you know, stealing a line from Tony Romo. Is this not meritocracy in sports? If you perform well and you deserve attention, you'll get it. Is that what you're saying, James? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, if the Nuggets are 10 and 5 a week from tomorrow, and they've won a road game at Portland, and they've won, like, what, six in a row at that point or whatever it'll be, yeah, they deserve to be talked about. And it'll be nice and refreshing from talking about crappy QB versus crappy QB. That that was my outlandish thought that got you so agitated in the first segment. Because oh, no, I'm not agitated by the thought. what people talked about. I just thought you made it. You took it a little too far. When I you never started. said I hope they they lose that the Broncos lose. They stink. Can we all agree the Broncos stink? They're three and five. They're on the way to six and ten. They may be lucky to get to that. Well, they don't have a quarterback. They just gave up fifty one to the to the Eagles. They got shut out three weeks ago, and the week before that they lost as a twelve and a half point favorite at home, coming off a bye to a winless team. I'm sorry. I don't think they're very good. I'm wow. going to shock your world. Coming up later, I have scientific proof. Why the Broncos are going to upset the Patriots uh, you're on Sunday nuts. night? You're nuts. I know I am. Good, pick them because I I got some ground to make up, so that'll help me get within eleven. I, I might be nuts, but it's it's in the science. I, I I will show it to you. I will physically show it to you later on in this show. Yeah, they're right bad now. in all three phases, and they're poorly coached. I, I can't get wait that. to hear this science. I get that. The science, the math, the analytics—they never lie. Let's go. Hot take time. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Uh, the gentleman who doesn't like us referring to the Nuggets or hyping up the Nuggets might just want to change the channel right now because that's exactly what I'm going to do in my hot take. Uh, last night I was proud. I was proud of Emmanuel Moutier. I really was. Because I thought Emmanuel Moutier is the reason the Nuggets won that game. Said before the game, tweeted it before the game, I said, uh, it's gonna come down to guard play. Hmm. You don't like hearing when people say before and then after? No, no, I'm fine with that. I'm just wondering how they would have done with Jameer, but go ahead. So Emmanuel Moutier <laughs> was the key to that game. This is going to be fun. It's going to be we a got three fun hours. two hours and 37 minutes ahead of us. <laughs> guard play was the difference in that game. And I said, if the Nuggets guards can hold their own, they will win. If they cannot, they will lose. Well, tally it up at the end of the game. Nuggets guards outscore the Thunder guards 55-30. That gets it done. A lot of those points came from the Nuggets guard bench. The likes of Moody and Barton who came off the bench to produce a big spark. But let's focus on Moody a little bit. Let's talk about what he did last night. At what point, playing like 18 straight minutes, coming in midway through the first and going all the way to the half, Moody finishes with 30 minutes, 8 of 10 from the field. He was 8 of 8 to start the game, finishes 8 of 10, 
four of four from downtown. Made all four of his three-point shots. Perfect from the foul line. Six rebounds. Seven, I should say. Seven rebounds. Five assists. 21 points. If you give me that line every game from Emmanuel Moutier, my God, he's just starting point guard from this day on. That line is tremendous. Are you kidding me? 21 points, 7 boards, 5 assists. But here's what I'm most proud of when it comes to Emmanuel Moutier. We've tracked his career now in his third season. This is the revival of Emmanuel. He was drafted number 7 overall. He was the future building block of this team. That's how he was considered. Then he goes, becomes a turnover machine early in his career. Has trouble with his jump shot early in his career. He goes from that to backup. To the bench. A backup to a rookie. That's what he was at the end of last season. Then he went to trade bait at the beginning of this season. Every rumor, every trade rumor involved Emmanuel Moutier. Take all that, and last night you went from trade bait to hero. I thought he was the hero of that game. Say what you want, the Nuggets do not win without Emmanuel Moutier. As a matter of fact, Michael Malone said it himself. Roll it. Yeah, I think a couple things go into that. One, give him credit. He came back this uh, training camp the best shape of his life, had, had lost weight, was in unbelievable condition. And uh, the second thing I think goes into it, in these TV games, there's some really long timeouts. <laughs> I think that helps all the players because they're three minutes. And uh, that, that definitely helped us keep some of our guys a little fresh, that blocked heavy minutes. But, you know, Manuel put a lot of work in the summer. All the credit goes to Manuel Moutier. Give him all the credit. He put the work in. He came into camp ready to play. He worked on every facet of his game and his show tonight. Damn right. National television, he came to play. He's the reason the Nuggets knocked off the Thunder. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take. The Broncos are rebuilding as Vic hinted at, and yesterday was another signal that they are rebuilding. Martellus Bennett Hits the waiver wires, and I know reports are out this morning that he's injured and all that. But Martellus Bennett could have helped the Broncos' worst position group. Their absolute worst position group. Tight end. And that's saying a lot with this offensive line and this quarterback core. But their worst position group is tight end. And John Elway decided not to claim him. Guess who thought he was worthy of a claim? The Patriots, where, of course, Bennett thrived in the past. There's a chance he plays Sunday night, tears up the Broncos. Like Evan Ingram has and so many other tight ends this year. But John Elway not claiming Martellus Bennett was the biggest signal yet that the Broncos are rebuilding, that they'll be three and six after Sunday, that they're going to finish with three, four, five or six wins and that this is officially a rebuild, and Vic's hot take went so long, we are now bumping to break, and Manchester is getting bumped to the other side. No, I can give mine real quick. Mine's really easy. By the way, the Broncos are still $11 million under the cap, and that's after taking a $4.5 million adjustment, which was based on a loan they had to take years ago. So they're really $15 million under the cap, but I'm sure that's there, as Jeff Legwald tried to explain, in case they take some sort of, you know, have to get somebody off injured, or put somebody on injured reserve, because Sure, there's a $11 million player you're going to replace him with. Here's my hot take. Uh, somebody punched Matt Duchesne in the face today at about 12.02 our time. That's my hot take. Love I'm tired it. I'm tired of all the niceness. I'm tired of hearing, ah, I saw him at the rink. He was great. I don't care. He's now the enemy. Somebody punch him in the face. That's my hot take. Love it. He's not a fighter. Nobody's going to punch him. Punch him in the face. 
They may take him out, but I don't think punching's gonna happen. Punch him in the face. I tell you what. I think it's just because I would really like to have somebody punch Vic in the face right now. My face is no longer on that screen. That's what happened to my face? Take. Where's my face on the screen? Look at that screen next to you there, James. The face is no longer there. Can you please fix that before the next break? Thank you. In the meantime, again, on deck today, Kyle Keefe at 745. We'll get his thoughts on what's happening in Stockholm. The Avs against the Ottawa Senators. Perhaps Manchester will get his wish. Maybe Matt Duchesne does have a punchable face. Let's discuss when we come back. Sunday, Denver is back home to face New England. And the Orange and Blue Preview returns to the Fieldhouse event venue. Just steps from the stadium. Join the party. Kreckman and Harris are live on the air starting at 4. Getting you set for Denver and New England. The Orange and Blue Preview is presented by Best Car Buys Premium. Your first choice for premium trucks and SUVs. By Star Limousines. Raising the bar in style and comfort. And by Morningstar Assisted Living and Memory Care of Wheat Ridge. Casting a new light. The Orange and Blue Preview. Sunday on Alpha. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix a problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. See it all this fall with Cudarelli Vision's best LASIK pricing of the year. Call before November 30th and save $1,000 off LASIK. And we offer 0% financing for 24 months. Say goodbye to the frustrations of glasses and contacts and experience life with the clear vision you deserve. Night vision can be improved. Visual results often exceed 20-20 even if you have a Astigmatism and Cudarelli Vision offers its exclusive lifetime LASIK assurance plan. Unlike corporate chains, our surgeon is a board-certified Johns Hopkins trained corneal specialist with over 70,000 procedures. Use your flex spending or HSA before the end of the year. Schedule your free LASIK consultation today by calling 303-486-2020. That's 303-486-2020. Or visit CudareliVision.com. Cudarelli Vision, Colorado's number one choice. Choice for LASIK and cataracts. Certain restrictions apply. Individual results may vary. Guess who's back in town? <coughs> it's me, your old buddy. The flu! <coughs> I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be <coughs> everywhere. Uh, the flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. 
Bell and Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. The worst of the drive right now is on northbound I-25 where your speeds are down into the teens between the Downing Street Bridge and 38th Avenue Park Avenue West where there was an earlier accident. That's been cleared. Traffic is brought to you by Belco. You're looking at an accident coming in northbound I-25 at 84th Avenue, although quickly off to the shoulder. Watch your career thrive with a local not-for-profit financial company that's been giving back to the community since 1936. Get started and learn more at belco.org slash career. Belco, banking for everyone. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. But as the people I, you know, looked at to and the people that were sort of my mentors like Joe Staley and those guys from my agency has just really prepared me for this moment and just know like you've got to take one day at a time. you got to find the positive in every day of your life so that you know when you go in the building and things aren't going your way, you can always reflect on the things that you need to do to make yourself a better football player. That's rookie offensive tackle Garrett Bowles of your Denver Broncos. We'll hear from Garrett later on in this show, our one-on-one on Let's Talk Football, which airs all weekend long. Garrett Bowles. You know, it's it's scary, guys. It, let me get your thoughts on this. He's a rookie, right? This is his first season of professional football. You could almost argue he or Ryan or uh, Ronald Leary are the best, <laughs> best, best performers on that offensive line from a rookie. Well, that shows you how bad the rest of the line is and how badly John Elway has whiffed uh, not only in the draft but free agency as well. I mean, Garrett Bowles is the first guy he's hit on, and that's still a, you know, not – Decided yet in, in how many guys? Yeah. Between Michael Schofield and Ty Sambrilo and Russell Okun and Donald Stevenson and Manalik Watson. I mean, he has whiffed, whiffed, whiffed. It doesn't matter the medium. Have we gone a game yet where Garrett Bowles didn't get a penalty and or a give up a sack? Has, has, there, rather, has there been a I'd, game? I'd rather have him err on the side of taking penalties than getting beat like a drum on every play. Well, he does both though. I mean, he's had at least a penalty in every game, and I, it seems like he gives up a sack every game. And he's okay. I mean, he's, he's shown some promise, sure, but jeez, I mean, he's not exactly Jake Matthews over there. I think he's a he's a rookie, dude. He's going to be fine. I, I'm not mm. concerned about the future of Garrett Bowles. Okay. I think of all the linemen on this team. He's going to be fine. I could see enough out of him now as a rookie. Yeah, same thing they said about Max Garcia two years yeah, ago. But come on, man. I mean, let's. He, he's, he he's not Florida. your biggest concern. Is he your biggest concern? No, he's not. But that doesn't mean we we need to act like it's just. Oh, let's write down Bowles left tackle from now through 2025. I don't. I'm not seeing it that way. Is he Ryan Clady as a rookie? No. Ryan Clady had more around him. Much more oh, around geez. him. Much more around him. God. Okay. All right. So that that that's the explanation for Trevor. That's the explanation for Bowles. A lot more around him. What? He's a left tackle. What's supposed to be around him? It's the it's the left guard's fault. That's what so, we're gonna so put it on. How would you describe? I'm, I'm I'm puzzled. At your 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 tone. Your yeah. the way your your argumentative insight here. So what is he then in your eyes? He's what fine. He's fine. I, I, I just, okay. you, okay, that's you what I made said. it sound like they're set at that position for a decade. I don't believe that. I don't. Okay, I just, so I think we're overlooking his flaws because the rest of the offensive line has been so bad. If the rest of the offensive line had been better and your left tackle gives up a sack and gets at least a penalty every game, we'd be sitting here going, God, left tackle's a concern. Did Elway whip said, on bowls? 
He's one of their best performers on the offensive line as a rookie. What does that tell you about the offensive line? And you went off on this tangent. No. I mean, I, yeah, sure you no. did. You guys made, you both, the HW2, I'll include him, made it sound like, yeah, they're fine there. They're good. He, they're going to be fine. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. They'll be good. And I'm, I differ. I don't agree. Okay. Where, where are they fine offensively? Wide receiver. Starters. That's it. Mm. I'm not even sure if they're fine. Are now. they? DT and Emmanuel Sanders would start for any team in the league. They're elite receivers. DT anybody... looks old. Oh, he got old God. fast. Oh. What has DT done this year to make you say, wow, that's the DT of old? Has he made a play all year? I mean, he still didn't have a, or he caught his first touchdown in almost a calendar year last year or last week. I mean, DT's really a number one with his one touchdown in the last 362 days? That's a byproduct of a god awful offense. You know, I like the big bone DT over the Zvelt DT. I think losing that weight <clears throat> and he looks like a different body. I, I've never been a fan of that. If your play, calls for a bigger body and you've thrived with that bigger body, why change your body? DT looked like a guy who cashed in in a big way and is going to ride this contract out and then go uh, right see, off hate, into the I sunset. I hate it when people say that. You, so you're accusing him of not playing hard. Oh, they, I'm not the only one. You, you don't think DT looks lazy at times? You don't uh, think man, DT has I, la- had a questionable effort level at times? Oh, I come on. That's not a hot take. The, that's the a, that's in, a fact that almost every Broncos fan would agree with. The questions in this town about Demarius Thomas floor me. They floor me. I mean, he, he's he's the best receiver in franchise history. It's not even close. Sorry, with all due respect to... He's not better than Rod Smith, Yes, he James. is. Yes, he is. Oh, Rod no, Smith not. couldn't catch a bubble screen and go 80 yards. It doesn't he, matter what he could have done. He can't do that is, anymore either. He could do that in 2013. Demarius Thomas is a better receiver than Rod Smith. He's a better receiver than Haven Moses. He's a better receiver than Steve Watson. He is. He, he's vastly better in every way, shape, and form. He's a better receiver, and he gets ripped in this town constantly. It's the same thing with Champ Bailey when he was here. I kept hearing Chump. Is it Champ or Chump? Champ or Chump? Guy's one of the best two or three corners in the league the entire time he's here, save for his last year, and people ripped him. People ripped, Demar- people ripped Demarius Thomas all the time, too. It's ridiculous. He's having a down year in a god-awful offense, and he's on pace for 86 catches, 1,050 yards. So it's okay when you rip guys, and but if anybody, else does, if anybody else does, look out. Hey, if it's fair, I mean, who do I rip? I rip, the, I rip the left tackle You're who the gets a penalty and gives up a sack every game. I rip the quarterback who's so bad he's been benched. Yeah, that's fair. Who else? Who do I rip that's unfair? Oh, the head coach? The head coach who's changed his plan now seven times? The guy who challenges calls down 28 with a minute and a half to go? The guy who calls two timeouts so they can get the ball back and go three and out in the final minute 25? That guy? Yeah, I ripped him. Okay, let's rip Demarius Thomas, though, the greatest receiver in Broncos history. That'll be good. That, that's, watch, a, that's a good hot take. You going to watch the game Sunday? Yes, I'll be there. Okay. All right, thanks. Just watch the game because judging from your preview of that game, it's almost unwatchable. I mean, why, like, why bother? Why go? Why tune in? In your world, there's no reason to. Well, they're playing the defending Super Bowl champs in their three and five and losers of four straight. Okay. Uh, how does that picture, paint but, that, paint that picture again, in a positive light for me? You, you don't paint it in a positive way, but the way you paint life, why bother? Why watch? Why do it? I was just I'm, defending Demarius Thomas. What are you talking about, dude? I'm what are you talking, talking about? You, talking you, you, about you're on me for being negative because I'm defending Demarius Thomas and calling him the best receiver in franchise history. That's your idea of negativity? 
Well, some people do agree and disagree with you. On the text line, couldn't disagree with HW more and agree with Manchester on DT. It's spot on, James. Thank HW you. is impossible to underestimate with his terrible takes. Uh, this guy says DT looks shot. What are you talking about? He's busted up. That's from Sam. Okay, now hang on a second. I would agree I, with Sam. I, I want to take a step backward, all right? Let's take a step back. Your definite, your excuse for Trevor Simeon for a year and a half and your excuse for Garrett Bowles is there's nothing around him. Tell me in the last three weeks what in the hell they've had offensively around Demarius Thomas. Tell me. Benny Fowler, a guy that, uh, Sunshine, a guy that should be a, 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 remember the Titans extra? That's what they've got? These god awful tight ends? These awful running backs? Two pedestrian quarterbacks? But you're right. It's Demarius Thomas's fault. Yeah, let's give Bowles and Simeon a pass because they don't have anything around him. But Demarius Thomas, when he's the only guy on the field the last three weeks who is any sort of a threat, yeah, it's his fault that he hasn't shined. Your your give ability. Take, By the way, he's had 15 catches in those three weeks, but whatever. Your ability to take an otherwise harmless comment and ratchet it up to DEFCOM 2 is amazing to me. I opened this segment up with a soundbite from Garrett Bowles, and I said, you know what, on that offensive line, he's been pretty good comparatively speaking. Comparatively speaking, I said he's pretty good. And you took that to a level I've never seen before. What's the level? I'm defending Demarius Thomas. But you took it to a level. What are you talking about? He's good. What game is he good? Hold, no, sack. I mean, no, I'm no, just... no, no, no. No, let's, let, let's back up. What did I say? You guys make it sound like they're set there for a decade. I said he's been fine, but he also has a lot of things that are concerning. And if the rest of the offensive line wasn't so bad, we'd be talking about it. That's what I said. What's so irrational about that? No, then I followed that up with, hey, Demarius Thomas is out there as the only skill position player worth a hoot on a bad offense, and you guys are ripping him and not giving him the same free pass that you're giving Trevor and Bolts. Fact, 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 fact. Correct, I like, correct, correct. correct. I, I, I agree with you on DT, but my, my disagreement comes in this season. I think he's lost a step this season, and it might have something to do with this body. That I would agree with. We talked about it at camp. Yeah, I mean, why, did he, why did he do that? Why would it was the same argument when when Mike Kliss wrote the Hey Von Miller after his suspensions put on 15 pounds of muscle and I said why if you're a speed guy would you put on weight? This is stupid. This makes no sense. Well, Demarius Thomas is the opposite. He was dominant because of his size and the fact that he had speed yeah. at that size. And just why because, would you lose 15 pounds? Well, in your argument though, where, where I, I disagree wholeheartedly with you. Your argument is that DT is the greatest. Greatest receiver in franchise history. Just because he's a better athlete doesn't make him a better receiver. What did Rod Smith do better than DT? Well, Catch the ball. Be- he caught the ball. Well, he in caught the ball. Oh yeah, that's he, he did what he's paid to do. That's what he did, and he did it at a rate that's never been seen before. This, he's this, the all-time leader. This notion that Demarius Thomas can't catch the ball is ridiculous. He can't. Look at his alligator arms when he goes over the middle. Okay. Right. You're, you're, okay. Fine. He makes some great catches. Fine. I'll give you that. But yeah. the amount of routine catches he drops is scary. Man, you guys, are you, you, Vic, you think I'm spoiled? The fact that you two guys rip Demarius Thomas is absolutely ridiculous. I'm not ripping. I have the heard... difference is I'm not ripping him. I'm comparing him to Man. Rod Smith. Your comparison that he's the best ever is wrong. Rod okay. Smith is the greatest Broncos receiver of Fine. all time. Give until the... proven otherwise. Give me the it's top not over three. Yet. Give me the top three. The top three of all time? In Broncos history. Give me the top three. I tell you what, why don't we do it after the break? Or well, do we, we have Kyle, Kyle. Keith coming up? I, well, two of them are at the top of my mind. Two okay. of them are at the top of my mind. Were we supposed to talk about Matthew Shane getting punched in the face? Go for it. Who are the top three? Rod Smith is number one. Okay. Demarius Thomas is number two. And oh. you might have, 
You oh. might have to go to the 70s for number three. So I am so nuts saying he's number one when you have him number two. Give me a break. I didn't say you're off your rocker for saying Rod Smith was one, but because I say the number two guy should be one, I'm nuts. Okay, I see how this is going to go today. Wow. Again, again from Adam. James, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Holy cow. People know it's how you say it. Everybody else is flat out wrong when they say something. Will DT be right. on the Ring of Fame? Will he be on the Ring of Fame? Mm. Yeah, he'll probably He's be a there. shoe yeah. in. He sure. will go in five years after sure. he retires. He's sure. automatic, unanimous going up there. But I'm sorry. I'm crazy because I'm making the argument that he's the best receiver in franchise history. You want to go with Jack Dalbin, apparently. Rod Smith, ever heard of him? Jeez. Yeah, he's second on my list. I'm preposterous. You're the same guy who says the Peyton era teams were better than the they were. 1998. That is just they that, were. See, that's preposterous. He's the greatest quarterback in Broncos history. The greatest Broncos teams of all time were the back-to-back Super Bowl champions. Not according to the numbers. The greatest Broncos teams of all time yeah, were the team, back-to-back champions. Those are the greatest of all time. And if you dispute that, you have an agenda. No, that's I what don't. you have. Yes, you do. Uh, different opinion than Vic, you have an agenda. Hey, yes, let me, let me you write all that do. Down. If you My have agenda. a different opinion than me, you have an agenda. Okay. Let's see if Kyle has one. He's next from Sweden. Colorado Avalanche Hockey. Colorado Avalanche Hockey. The Avalanche and Senators face off in Sweden. Avalanche och Senators. Ansikte av i Sverige. Today at noon and tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Idag vid middagstid och imorgon på morgonen klockan 11. On Altitude 950. På Altitude 950. Avs Hockey. Awesome. In any language. Yeah, dude. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Minas Restaurant. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. First you have the crash, then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. 
I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. Hey, Scott Ace, it's here. When you want to boost your endurance or reduce your fatigue after a long day, drink H2 hydrogen water. No sugar, no caffeine. It's pure water infused with molecular hydrogen. It's a natural way to boost your body with nutrients. Olympic athletes, Sonia Richards-Ross, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, choose H2. So get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Super so you, too, can experience the revitalizing power of molecular hydrogen. H2. Hockey is on this Friday afternoon on Altitude. Watch as your Colorado Avalanche face off against the Ottawa Senators in Sweden. Pre-game starts at 11 a.m. with puck drop at 12. Altitude gets you an all-access pass to your Colorado Avalanche. Make sure to like Altitude on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram for exclusive interviews with your favorite Avalanche players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your television home for Colorado Avalanche hockey. The Altitude 950 traffic update. The northbound lanes of I-25 between Colorado Boulevard and Colfax, you're going to be seeing stop-and-go traffic and an accident clearing northbound at 84th. It's off to the shoulder. Traffic is brought to you by Champion Windows. Also very slow as you're working your way across 270 eastbound, especially between I-25 and York. This fall, you can save on it all during Champion's fall season super sale. Get 30% off new Champion Windows. Schedule today at GetChampion.com. That's GetChampion.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Man, we're just hours away from face-off here. We got a noon face-off from Sweden. The Avs and the Ottawa Senators all gets going to 1135 with our pregame show on Altitude 950. And making the trip to Sweden, he's been there all week. Who knows what the hell he's been doing all week. We're not sure. I guess we'll find out today. Our good friend Kyle Keefe, who joins us live from Stockholm on the hotline. Kyle, how are you? What does that mean? What does that mean? I I have no idea. People just keep saying that to you, and you have no idea what they're saying. I thought it would be cute. Just I mean, sometimes I just walk around town and just act like I'm also from a different country. Yeah. And then they have no idea where what country I'm from. Because you know, if you if you put that in the Google Translator, it translates to "grow some hair, Baldy." <laughs> oh, I miss you and your your height. <laughs> that's what it, that's the translation. I just put it in there, and so you can say it all you want. That's what they're saying to you. Uh, you know what's funny is that I, I'm so disappointed in us because everybody here knows English. Yeah. And I know nothing. I know you know Italian, but I don't yeah. know anything. And I'm disappointed that I, I haven't learned anything. Well, most countries are bilingual, you know, because I think most countries need to learn English. That's how important well, we are. They need to know we, our language. We need, I just, I just feel small. You know, it's like, I'm just not impressed with myself over here. They, you know, they're so polite. Everybody's so polite over here. I just feel like yeah. if I could just speak of just a lick of Swedish. Yeah, but at what point, see, if you're from Sweden or if you're from any country, really, English will do you some good because you're always going to have to speak English at some point. I mean, barring, I, I don't know, if you're doing business, you're speaking English. At what point in your life will you ever need to speak Swedish? I mean, yeah, yeah, and unless you're dealing with Ikea reps. 
when you're over here, and I'll tell you, I've, there's thir- three things that I've learned that I was telling Mosier at lunch today about Sweden. And one is everybody drinks coffee all day long, all night long. It's called fika. And they drink that's most of Europe, dude. Everybody they drink drinks. coffee like it's water in Europe. That, that's not that big a deal. Uh, I'm in Sweden, not in Europe. All right, anyway. <laughs> you're in Europe, dude. Sweden is in Europe. What do you think? You're in South America? <laughs> well, I'm going to have to look again on the map. Um, <laughs> number two. Number two. Okay. What other geographical nugget are you going to give us? <laughs> um, number two is... Wait, number one really screwed me up. Yes. Uh, number two is... There's no tipping. Like when you get over here, they say there's no tipping. Yet yeah. every time that you get your bill, there's a line that says tip. So there's this awkward sort of pause and look mm. at each other like, well, what's this line? That's for tip. I thought you weren't supposed to tip over here. And then they just look at you and you look back at them. And that, so there's like, you're not supposed to tip, but if you'd like to tip, tip. And so so ha- have you so. tipped? What have you done? Oh yeah, I'm paranoid. But you get your bill. Say you say you order a, a sandwich and a coke. You get your bill and it's four hundred and thirty thousand something. Yeah. And you're like, what? How much is this? What, yeah. what, is, what do I tip? Do I tip you like sixty grand? Sixty grand? <laughs> you know? So that's weird. And here's number three, which is the scariest one. When you're crossing the street and the little walk guy comes on, says you can walk, and the one yeah. thing says don't walk. Well, over here in Sweden, that's no joke. So when you when, when it says don't walk, it's not like oh, there's no cars coming because the streets are real tight. So if you're if you just decide to be adventurous and walk across the street, you'll you'll die. They'll run you over. Sure. At that at that point, you're like a yeah. kangaroo. They just yeah. they run you over. So you have to follow the rules. By the way, everything you just described, your top three there, that's not unique to Sweden. That's all of Europe, dude. All of it. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do some more some more digging around and see if you're correct. But My question is this regarding Sweden. There's one thing about Sweden that you and I both can agree on. How hot are the ladies in Sweden? If you're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you wouldn't answer that question. God. I knew. Hey. I knew. Hey, I, I do. Want, I do want to tell you that I had a chance, Vic, to, to sit down with Peter Forsberg yesterday for like three hours. Even he's hot. And Peter Forsberg's hot. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he he is. I mean, I'll give it to him. He is good looking. But he is. You know what was funny? He was. He was. He was so cool. He, you know that when or Vic when he retired, he went back and got his degree in economics like two months later. Did he really? I mean, he, yeah. And so he, he's like, he's part of an ownership that owns like eight different companies and his wife's starting a shoe line and he's got three little kids and they're in this awesome office building and they live a hundred meters away from there and their kids go to school a hundred meters away from there and they got their favorite sushi restaurants they go to. I mean, they live in a really nice part of Stockholm that is, I, I would say, very similar to you know, New York, New York, where all the buildings yeah. touch each other, and they're real old architecture, and it's beautiful. But they they, they basically don't go out anywhere from like a one mile span. Yeah, well, I'm sure uh, Peter Forsberg doesn't live in a van down by the river. Uh, I did see a uh, snippet of your interview with him. Why were you guys doing the interview in a? A what? 
What shoe store were you in? You were in like a DSW no, no, no. or something. That's his office, and that's his wife's. She's she's doing this this shoe line. Ah. She's got all these different shoes that she's you know that they're going through, and that was just basically in one corner of the of the office. So you know it was. That Tom Green said the same thing to me. He's like, "Why are you doing that at a DSW?" And I'm yeah. like, "Okay." Well, I mean, whatever. But you, we're going to see that today, correct? Have we seen that pregame? Yeah, we'll see some of it today, pregame, okay. some, maybe in the intermissions, and uh, some of it tomorrow. One other thing about that, uh, Vic, he said, "I said, what's the what's the best thing about being retired?" And he said, "I'm not. I don't miss being nervous before every game." And I thought to myself. Peter Forsberg, arguably one of the greatest players to ever step on the ice, said he would get sick and nervous before every single game. And I was just like, wow, wow. Did Jordan get nervous? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm sure all the people at that level get some level of nerves. It's how you handle it. Um, how nervous is Sam Gerrard tonight? Because we're getting word that Gerrard's going to skate with Tyson Berry. That's going to be interesting. Is that like the small ball lineup? Well, so I asked this morning because I had heard rumors that it was probably going to be EJ or Barbario. So I asked uh, Tyson this morning. I said, are you skating with Gerard? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, wow, that could be lethal. And he's like, yeah, we're going to, we're definitely going to be able to move the puck. He's a great puck mover. And I, you know, immediately I start thinking, well, somebody's got to get back on D because if both of you are pinching, that could cause, some odd man rushes going the other way. So we're going to see how it works. I know that they were on the power play this morning together, and those two up top, it, it was ridiculous. I mean, I love Daniel that idea, George. dude. I love, hey, you know yeah. what? You know what he's Play to your strengths. Don't play the tradition. Play to what you have. Who, what's the talent you have on your roster? Let him go. See what happens. You're, you're exactly, you're exactly right. Now, that being said, they're playing against Eric Carlson, who, when I asked Peter Forsberg yesterday, I said, who's the best player in the National Hockey League? He didn't even hesitate. He immediately went to Eric Carlson. And I was blown away. He's like, it's almost like the Ottawa Senators are cheating. That basically they're going with four forwards. He's a good enough skater to play, to be a defenseman because he can get back, but he's like a fourth forward. Now we mentioned Crosby and McDavid, and he said, yeah, those guys are really good, but the most dynamic and probably most dangerous player is Eric Carlson from an offensive perspective so it's going to be fascinating to watch Gerard and Tyson Berry and Eric Carlson on the other end because these are some of the you know the, the craftiest shiftiest defensemen in the league so is Soderberg still in here in Denver birthing a child did he not make the trip yeah yeah he, well I, I have not seen him he did not come on the plane with us but uh I don't know if she's had the child but at, at this point it's you know it's it's Eight hours over here, nine hours, and then it just, it, it'd be too much. They basically have, have just, you know, I think they've decided just to, you know, do a lineup without it. That's more important than any hockey game. No doubt, but that's going to cause some serious changes to the, to the lines there. So who's taking his spot and who's taking Duchesne's spot and where's JT Comfort playing and where do you watch the game from and, and all those things? <laughs> well, JT Comfort will center the, the, the second line. So he's back in, 100%, feeling good. Jared Bednard loves JT Comfer, so he'll center the second line, so that's pretty much um, Dutchie's old line. And then you, tonight I believe you've got um, A.J. Greer is out of the lineup, and you got um, Chris Begrop back in the lineup, so a couple of changes there. 
and then they're going to sit Tyson Jost and Andre Mironov. So those those are your three. Now, what he does with the Soderberg Como line, I don't know who fits in there. A lot of times, they you know it's almost like a mix and match. What's working against you know when you have to sort of change things around, you almost have to watch. I mean, you basically have just been practicing with it. So I think we'll see some line changes throughout the night. But I, the one thing I do know is that that top line, of McKinnon, Ranson, and Landeskog, is not going anywhere. They are going to stay together because. You've seen the success of what Tampa Bay has done with Kucherov and Stamkos. They keep that line together. Those guys, are, just between the two of them, they almost have 60 points. So if you can get a line that has some magic, just stick with it. And definitely the top line for the Avs, they're going to they're gonna roll with it. Can you sing us to the break with this song? We saw you do it. You, we know you know the words. Sing us to the break, Kyle. Okay, let me hear it. You hear it. Dancing queen. Feel your heart. Go ahead and let it start. You are the dancing queen. Hey, you don't know the words. Shut up. Hey, thanks for tuning in, buddy. Best of luck at the game today. See you later. We'll talk afterwards. Love you. Love you. Kyle Keefe, live from Stockholm, Sweden. That's ABBA. We got the game on Altitude 950 today. When we come back, second hour of the show, we'll hook up with Raul Martinez at the bottom of the hour, NBC Boston, talk a little Broncos. I want to get back to the Nuggets again. A monumental win for this young season thus far. Not for the whole season, but thus far. That win last night, that was nice. Denver's all-sports station. Coming up later today, the Avs are in Sweden to take on the Senators. The puck drops at noon with the pregame show getting in the way at 11.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. Altitude 950. Rewind. Yeah, but at what point, see, if you're from Sweden or if you're from any country, really, English will do you some good because you're always going to have to speak English at some point. I mean, barring, I, I don't know. If you're doing business, you speak in English. At what point in your life will you ever need to speak Swedish? I mean, yeah, and unless you're, you're dealing with IKEA you're reps. <laughs> when you're over here, I'll tell you, I've, there's three things that I've learned that I was telling Mosier at lunch today about Sweden. And one is everybody drinks coffee all day long, all night long. It's called fika. That's most of Europe, dude. They drink coffee like it's water in Europe. That, that's not that big a deal. Uh, I'm in Sweden, not in Europe. All right, anyway. <laughs> you're in Europe, dude. Sweden is in Europe. What do you think? You're in South yeah. America? <laughs> well, I'm going to have to look again on the map. Um, <laughs> the, number two. Number two. Okay. What other geographical nugget are you going to give us? KKSC, Parker, Denver, the Avalanche, and Senators face off in Sweden. One-timer, Catch the games here today at noon and tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. on the home of the Avs, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, from now on, when we send people out all over the globe, we're gonna we're gonna have a lesson in globing, okay? I'm gonna pull my little globe out. We're gonna make sure people know where they're located, because judging from that interview with Kyle, he has no idea where he's located on the globe. No clue. I mean, he could be in Australia. Well, he doesn't know that Sweden is in Europe. 
it's kind of above what you normally think is Europe, but I, I yeah, he, he's got to know that. Like, <laughs> where, where else would it be? You're not in Asia. You're not in oh, God. Antarctica. You know, as a Yale grad, he defies logic. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes he's a head scratcher. Well, he was rowing a lot of crew when he was at Yale. True. So, you yeah, know, he was his, his priorities job. were in a different place. On that Yale scholarship. Uh, hey, listen, guys, we're going to give away another set of uh, Nuggets tickets today. We actually have two pairs to give wow. away, Vic. Yeah, Nuggets Magic tomorrow night at Pepsi Center. We will have two different winners today. Whoa, whoa, hold on a second. I hope those who went to the Oklahoma City game enjoyed themselves. We gave away a bunch of tickets for that game. Mm-hmm. Hope we had a good time. Packed house last night. Perfect situation for the Nuggets to take advantage, and they did. See, that was the beauty last night. You lose that game on national TV in a packed house, and you're like, oh, well, we've seen this dance before. But they won, and they played their best down the stretch. That's what made me happy. They outscored the Oklahoma City Thunder 27-19 in the fourth quarter. Things got tight, and the Nuggets played better basketball. You know the best thing of that game? What emerged and went unnoticed virtually, unreported? They didn't even talk about it. Did you guys happen to notice early in the game, Jokic and Westbrook are both going after a loose ball. And it was, I don't think it was intentional by any means, but Jokic sort of threw an elbow, hit Westbrook in the lip, popped his lip. Made him bleed. Yeah. Made him bleed his own blood. I like it. Mm -hmm. Popped his lip a little bit. So Westbrook was playing angry last night. He bled his own blood. Compliments of a Jokic elbow. And we talked about how do you get back to him. Michael Malone said before the game, the only way to get back is to win the game. Well, they won the game, and they drew blood. Bonus points. Yeah, win-win. Did you guys know, by the way, too, um, and one person on this show called it, you two thought the Thunder would be good. Um, do you know how many wins against the Western Conference the Thunder has this year? Zero. None. They are zero and six against the West because wherever Melo goes, he's a cancer. He was a cancer in New York, and now he's a cancer in Oklahoma City. Who was their best player last night? Oklahoma City's? Yeah. Melo. Melo was. Yeah. Mm. Melo was. Okay, but Melo was always the best player in New York, Vic, and they won 25 games every year. And now, and now, Vic, is it a coincidence that New York is thriving without Carmelo Anthony? I think not. I'm not, I'm not disputing your notion. I think you're right. I think there's a, just a bad juju that he brings to the team. I get that. But on the court last night, he he had zero assists. He didn't have a single assist. You can't be the best player if you don't pass the ball once. Come on. He made almost every damn shot he took. He was 6 of 10 from the three-point line. He took 20 he, shots and scored 28 points. Without Carmelo That's a very mellow line. Without Melo, they're not even close. Good. They're not even close. Good. They'd be better without him because he's, you, he's a ball stopper. If you're going to blame somebody last night, look at Westbrook. 6 of 22. 1 of 6 from 3. 0 of 3 from the free right. throw line. And he was he the best player on the planet last year, Vic. He and played what out changed? of control. What changed? They brought in Melo. He was the best player in the NBA last year, and they screwed up his juju by bringing in a ball stopper who hasn't won squat his entire NBA yeah. career, and I was the one who told you it was going to happen. And you guys yeah. just like to argue. <laughs> I don't care about Melo in Oklahoma City. I will say this. The Thunder's biggest flaw, when they have to go to their bench and they bring the likes of Raymond Felton, and he's their savior off the bench, Patrick Patterson, Jeremy Grant, they got no bench, boys. None. Raymond I mean, Felton. Raymond Felton running out there like Antoine Jobert. He still looks like he's in his third trimester. <laughs> he really does. It's weird, isn't it? Did oh. you see him? You know, I'm not going to knock on the guy because he's in the NBA. All right, he's done more than any of us have athletically. But that time late in the game, he tried to throw up a reverse layup. He tried to jump, and he barely got off the ground. Could not get off the ground. 
It's yeah, impossible. My, I saw on Twitter that Raymond Felton looked like he ate Raymond Felton. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> he did have 12 points. No, but Vic, we do need to get back to the Nuggets because for as much as I like to bash Mello, he's gone. He's long gone. He's never coming back. And this is about a Nuggets team with a big win last night. And we didn't talk about it much, but they had two primetime games in a span of five days, they couldn't afford to lose both against big-time opponents, right? And after what happened against Golden State, winning last night with the Pepsi Center as lit as it was, was huge. How do you want to give away these tickets? We could do the Power Five. Let's go. Dan, hit the button. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. All right, we've got the Nuggets and Magic tomorrow night at the Pepsi Center looking to cap this homestand at 5-1. and one. We've got two pairs of tickets. We will have two Power Five winners today on the Reem Pro Partners text line 30933. It's simple. Tell us the worst nickname in all of team sports in honor of the Orlando Magic, who might be the worst. You don't like the magic, huh? Well, I mean, they're in Disneyland, dude. I Disney think it's World, good. You understand? Oh, I, think it's, I think it's terrible. Nobody it's else a has fit. it. Yeah, it's a better fit than Utah Jazz. Yeah. It's terrible. It's unique, and it fits where they're located. I think it's a good nickname. Jazz is maybe the worst. The Jazz? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm not a big Pelicans terrible. guy either. What the hell's nah, Pelicans? It's the state bird down in Louisiana. Yeah, nobody cares. I don't have a problem with that one. That no. one makes sense. 30933, tell us your least favorite and why. Get creative, and we could send you to the Nuggets game tomorrow night. You guys have suggested a few, but I would like to hear a few more. Jazz. Any sport, right? It's not just yeah, NBA. Any sport. It can be, any any sport. Sport. It can be college. It can be whatever. It can be your son's Little League team. I don't care. Yeah, now you're getting a little overboard. I don't know that there are really any bad NFL team nicknames, are there? A lot of them are too generic. Jacksonville? Like Giants, Jets. Yeah, so generic. There's a lot so. of Jaguars running around Florida? I don't know. Must be. I don't think there is. I'm not really down on what's indigenous to the state of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> John on the text line says, Wizards, I hate that we have to be so PC and get rid of the bullets. Yeah, that was a little borderline. You know, the bullets never bothered me. I didn't think of the Washington bullets as some gun-toting team. Although they had some issues with that, if you recall. Um, no, that, yeah, bullets for me, when I think of the West Unsailed Bullets, bullets doesn't offend me. Does it offend you guys? No. Not, not as like bad calling as... a team the AK 47s, there right? Are, there are more offensive teams in Washington. Yeah, that's a good point. No doubt. No doubt. So there's a bad NFL nickname. Uh, guy on the text line says, Lakers are the worst. Where's the lake? Well, they have two lakes there. There's a, like, little reservoir in the, uh, LA area. It is. You know a, why they're the Lakers? Because they moved them from Minneapolis. That's yeah. why they adopted the name. It is a bad nickname if you really think about it, but the Lakers are such a storied franchise that, sure. that it, it, they get away with it. Like, that doesn't, that, that, that's not gonna work. What's a Dodger? They were dodging trolley cars in Brooklyn. That's is that what, what it, that is? Yeah, that's where it stems from. That's stupid. They were the Brooklyn Trolley Dodgers. Three one That's stupid. Three one nine eight. This will make Manchester happy. WTF is a corn husker. Seriously. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great nomination. That he may be going to see the Nuggets play. That is a great well, nominee on the text line. Perhaps the dumbest NFL nickname named after an owner. The Browns? Really? Yeah. The Browns. That's pretty bad. Yeah, if we the, were the, the Denver Bolins, that would probably be a little self serving The Browns. I mean, how stupid is that? Yeah, that's pretty. That is pretty bad. I pretty bad. What is it? What is it? It's what, a you, brown? you can't even. I mean, the brown. Okay, but the what's, you're a color. Fine. The Cincinnati Reds. 
The St. Louis Blues. Well, the Reds were the Red Stockings originally. Okay. I mean, that, that, what were that the Blues? A, Isn't that like blues? a music thing? They have the yeah, that's note. A, exactly. That's as their nope logo. There. Oh, it's not okay. a color. I asked the question. I mean, we I don't have to be color. so sorry, so just judgmental. It's our tone. See, it's the your color, tone. The color brown. Just that color. Doesn't it make you mad? It's coming back in fashion. They need to just is embrace really? the brown. The orange is what bothers me about their uniforms. If they were just brown, what's your issue with orange, man? If they were brown and white, had brown helmets, just said like white numbers on them, that'd be sweet. Man, if you, you had a lot of orange on you there, HW, if you wore brown with your orange, you'd be so punchable. Uh, so eight, punchable. 8406 says the Albuquerque green chili cheeseburgers. Please I, I tell me that's not a real thing. Okay. The Albuquerque Green Chili Cheeseburgers? What it, sport would it be? That would be minor league baseball. It would have I to be, I thought they right? were the isotopes. Maybe there's another one. That can't be right. That can't be uh, right. When I lived in, in Arizona, I do remember this nickname of uh, Scottsdale Community College, the Fighting Artichokes. Uh, there's someone just yeah. looking to garner attention. <laughs> it's like the Name which one's, after a what is it vegetable. Is it Santa Cruz that's the banana slugs? I mean, there's a couple of those California state schools that are pretty wild. The Gauchos, the banana slugs. Should call Kyle back. He's in South America. See what they got. <laughs> wow. So for one night only, the Albuquerque Isotopes became the Albuquerque Green Chili Cheeseburgers for one night only. Wow. Yeah, that is an article on MLB.com. Seahawks. There's no such thing as a Seahawk, according to our texter. Kind of like true. a Jayhawk. There's no such thing as a Jayhawk. Fictional. Really? Fictional. Is it really? Did not know that. Learning new things every morning. You got the Vic Lombardi show. We'll hook up with Raul Martinez. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> Try that one here. more time. <laughs> Raul Martinez. There you go. Coming up at 8.30. Up next, thoughts, ideas. What is going to happen Sunday night at Mile High Stadium? Honestly, I have scientific evidence that the Broncos will win this game. I'll share next. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Friday edition of Crackman and Harris, we'll do the Dover Unders ahead of the Broncos and the Patriots. Ryan, will Bill Belichick be wearing over or under half of a hood on Sunday night? You're going to have to wait to find out, Name Plus, we're going to talk about the weekend preview and lukewarm locks. And we got to talk about my Irish. Woo! Going into Miami, Catholics versus convicts. What side are you on? Also, the Avalanche and the Senators in Stockholm Moe's will tell us how it all went down as they met back up with their old buddy Matt Duchesne. Crackman and Harris Friday, do it. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Hey, it's Friday, but before you move into weekend mode, I want to remind you that it's not too late to re-examine your mortgage. And if you're going to do that, contact my friends at American Financing. You can reach them at 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. With recent talk about changes to the Federal Reserve Board chair, it's definitely a good time to examine your mortgage. And it's a good time to decide if you have the best mix of long- and short-term borrowing. Consider this. The Fed seems intent on raising rates. If you've been curious about shortening your mortgage term or taking advantage of competitively low interest rates, now is the time to refinance. Get to know which refinance benefits can save you the most in monthly savings. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based experts at American Financing to find out. Re-examine your mortgage. Give them a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? 
and you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, if you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix a problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. Get 20% off a new Nissan right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. You heard that right. You could drive off in a new Nissan for up to 20% off MSRP from Nissan's new truck and SUV center in Thornton. Larry H. Miller Nissan off I-25 at 104th or online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1247, 2017, Nissan Altima, MSRP, 24590, VIN 1N4AL3AP9HC494738 with proof credit. All prices include 599 dealer dot plus tax time on license offer ends 11 2. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. My favorite is the Toro pot. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. The food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years because uh, the green chili's the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. The Altitude 950 traffic update. The drive seems to be a little bit lighter than normal this morning. Traffic is brought to you by Champion Windows, but we do have some slowing behind accidents. Northbound I-25 is stop and go between the Boulder Turnpike and 84th, where there's a crash off to the shoulder. A delay as well on westbound I-70 between Wadsworth and Kipling. There's a three-car accident off to the shoulder there. This fall, you can save on it all during Champion's fall season super sale. Get 30% off new Champion Windows. Schedule today at GetChampion.com. That's GetChampion.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I thought it was cool to see several prominent members of the Denver Broncos front and center last night at the Nuggets game. Von Miller was there. Brandon Marshall. Who else? Will Parks. A couple other players right there in the front row watching the Nuggets take care of the thunder on national television. Again, I love that cross-promotion. Love it when you see different members of different teams support one another in this town. That's when you got things rolling. What are you laughing at there, HW? This I don't gr- like that smirk. This, this is a great text from Josh. He said, thanks for the tickets, fellas. Great game, great seats. The only drawback was a Thunder fan sitting next to me yelling, shoot it, fat boy, each time Felton <laughs> shot it. <laughs> That's so mean. That is great. Ooh, I'm glad you do had fun, Do you remember, Josh. James, you you may, and you got no chance, HW, because grew up. Do you guys remember Antoine Jobert, who played for the Michigan Wolverines? Anyone? I don't know. Okay. The name is not ringing a bell. He was a thick player. He was like the first of the great thick players. And he had like these jerry curls too. So every time he ran the court, he was thick. He had the jerry curls. I mean, you couldn't miss him. It was like a, a, a hurricane on that court. It was funny to watch him play. And you're like, how's this guy playing college basketball? What the hell's going on here? And he was damn good. 
It just brought back visions of Antoine Jobert. Google him. Google Antoine Jobert, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just it's a weird build for a guard. You know, like the the, the how how are you heavy when you're running up and down the floor every night? Hefty. I yeah, I don't I don't know how that happens. I can uh, see from like a two zero two zero nine six on the text line. We have so many people coming in with these uh weird nicknames of teams. For a chance to win Nuggets tickets tomorrow night against the Orlando Magic. We're giving away two sets, by the way. So if you don't win via the Power Five, uh, I'll give you a, a trivia question in the 9 o'clock hour. Another chance to win those tickets. Uh, but somebody on the text line says, hey, Vic, you guys need to give traffic updates. Here's my traffic update. Well, we do give traffic in, updates, first of yeah, all. Let, let me give them. Here's, here's my update. You live in Denver. It's rush hour. You're gonna You're going to encounter traffic. There's the update. Uh, seven, You're welcome. 715, 730, 745, 815, 830, 845. We do traffic. We I mean, do? It's only six times a day or a show, but yes, we do traffic. I, I didn't even know that. I mean, but traffic is so, it's impossible to how, give people. How did you traffic. not know that? Man, I don't, because I don't pay attention to traffic on the radio. When you're driving in North Denver versus South Denver, traffic's not going to help me. You pull out your little phone. It'll tell you where the traffic is. You can't. It would take you an hour to give everyone specific traffic based on where they're driving. I will, That's not possible. I will say Colorado Boulevard looks particularly bad today. That's nothing new for Colorado Boulevard, but that's that's my stab at it. It's the only traffic we can give you. All right, guys, back to what I was telling you, why I believe the Denver Broncos will, yes, shock the world and win this game Sunday night against the Patriots. I was fully prepared to go into the show today picking against the Broncos, okay? I just didn't see a way. Much like the, the game against the Giants. I didn't see a way the Giants would win. They did. I have found a way for the Broncos to come away with a W. And what that is is this. At the end of the Let's Talk Football show, I'm sitting there with Joel Dreesen. And I said, dude, come on, man. I, I don't see the Broncos winning. Tell you what we're going to do. We got this little die, a, a die, not dice, a die. One giant die. Let's go ahead and roll this sucker. And if it comes up, the number we call, then the Broncos win. Here's how the show ends. And you tell me if this is not scientific proof, the Broncos will win. Um, one in six chance the Broncos win this game. Would you say that? Yeah, I, I mean, we, we all sure. root for the Broncos. So pick a number. Uh, three. If it falls three, Broncos win. Thanks for watching. Let's talk football. Oh! Broncos win! Oh! They're going to win! Yes! Uh, you guys have been to stats class in college, right? You guys have both done. I dropped it twice. I still don't know the answer. What are the chances of me rolling three on that on that toss? One in six. Okay, one in six. Yes. There. So why would I root against the Broncos now? They they gotta win. You had that a, doesn't happen. What is that? A sixteen point six seven percent chance of rolling. Yes. Her? Yes. And would you give the Broncos pretty much a sixteen percent chance of winning? Isn't that pretty? No. No? Less? I'd go a hair lower. I'd say it's more like a 5% chance. Really? I think you needed a 20-sided die. In all seriousness, paint a picture in which the Broncos win. Mm. Uh, it, I, they get to Tom Brady. Yeah. And they what, don't... What do you mean by get to... Nobody gets to Tom Brady. That's yeah, the, I don't know. They, they did in the too. AFC title and game. They, when they hit him 20 times and, and they fired their offensive line coach afterward. Okay. That is so Belichick, isn't it? Uh, who was it yesterday we had on the air who who said, you know what, Be- Benny Fowler drops two touchdowns for Belichick. He's on a bus out of town. That was Paul Klee, I believe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's not mm-hmm. here. It's it, it, So they fire their offensive line coach after Tom Brady gets hit 20-plus times in the AFC title game in 2015. You have to get pressure on Tom. And then the offense and the special teams needs to 
A, not turn the ball over, and B, not kill them in the field position battle. If there's a single kick returner that brings a kick out of the end zone tomorrow, Brock Olivo should be fired on Monday. If you see the same offensive game plan that we saw the last four weeks, doesn't matter who the quarterback is, if it's the same game plan, will you be disappointed? Yeah. I mean, because their game plan's been putrid. So what? What is? What? What do you want to see schematically? That's different. That's I want to see trying, them do a I'm lot of jumbo. I'm trying to figure this out. Go jumbo. I, I want to see what the Raiders did last year when they started going with you know six, seven offensive linemen. That's what I want to see. Go, go jumbo. Go big. Now maybe it's not offensive linemen. Maybe it's multiple tight ends. But they need to stop going three wide. They don't. Have, I mean, who's the third wide receiver that that you say? God, we got to have Benny on the field. We got to have. We gotta have sunshine on the field. Oh man, we gotta get Isaiah McKenzie on the field. Yeah. You know, in 2013 when they went three wide and they threw out that package every damn play, they had Wes Welker. Right? I mean, he, Wes Welker at that time before he, he went south in a hurry, he was still considered an elite slot man in this league. So you're right. You're right. If you don't have the personnel to justify three wide, why do it? Well, think back to the, the, the back-to-back Super Bowl teams, right? What was the thing they kept saying about those teams? Oh, they gotta find a third wide receiver. I think when they, the year they, the first time they won it, it was Willie Green, who probably oh, they had stopped like, stop worrying about 12 it too. Catches. Yeah, they just, they didn't, how much did they run three wide? Yeah. They didn't. They didn't. You, you saw much more out of Shannon and Dwayne Cars, the exactly Carswell, right. and yeah. Byron Chamberlain. Exactly. They had three right. tight ends who, who made plays, way more than a third wide receiver. All right, so you say go jumbo, go big. The only issue that comes with that is that if you go big and then you find yourself in a third and eight, you, you have to throw the ball. You find yourself in an obvious throw situation. So that first down, that first and second down when you go big, you better make sure you get some yards. Otherwise, you you are in a tough, tough situation. Depending on the situation, Vic, I don't know that third – then run the ball and punt. Uh, that's not there. There are there are worse things in the world than so. Just punting. play keep away. Mm. Pretty much what the Patriots the did last boxism. year. Play keep away. Look at their personnel. I mean, it, it, the, what killed them last week? Obviously, the defense didn't play great from the get go. But Brock threw two interceptions. They got run back to inside the fifteen. Like on both run third and long. You can't do that. You can't just oh we're gonna throw it up for grabs because it's third and eight. I don't care. Run the ball punt on fourth and four. Yeah, they have to win the turnover battle and they have to win it by multiple turnovers, right? Yes. So the only way they win this game is if the turnover battle is two zero Broncos, three one Broncos, four two Broncos. That's the only way they win. And it. you force turnovers by putting pressure on the quarterback. So they for the most part. I mean fumbles are kind of a lucky type of a deal, but pressuring the quarterback can actually cause him. So they need to pressure Tom Brady, force some mistakes, and they can't turn the ball over. They can't. Punting the ball is not the worst thing in the world. And you're right, that's John Fox-like. But He said that before. How did they win games with Tim Tebow? But that's where we're at now? We're, yes. This team is so bad that we're trying to mimic the Tim Tebow formula. Offensively, yeah. Well, I think even Manchester, who he wants to be entertained, we all do, you're past that point now. Um, just, just put a product on the field that has a chance to win. I mean, think about that. We went from entertain me and win to just don't embarrass yourself. Is that fair? Yeah. And Vic, I want to get your thoughts on this real quick. If they win, they can save the season. If they lose, they need to embrace the tank. This is kind of a line in the sand type game, right? Man, I embrace the tank. What, what do you mean by that? Cause I, I've never full-fledged, hey, lose on go, purpose. Go to Paxton. Yes, I, get, I agree. Get D'Angelo Henderson out there. I believe you Isaiah should Isaiah McKenzie at yes. wide receiver. Yes, there, there. that's what we agree. 
I believe you should experiment. And in, if by experimenting, you actually win a few games, so be it. Make Cody Latimer a starting wide receiver. I mean, just guys, just give everyone a chance. Jeff Hireman, you got eight games to determine if you get a roster spot next. Yes. You, know what I, you know what I would do starting against Cincinnati if they mm-hmm. lose this game? I would start Paxton Lynch. I would be in shotgun almost every single play. And I would go no huddle. That's what I would do. That's so would you would run, you would run his Memphis offense essentially. Correct. Now it doesn't mean you have to run hurry up. You can still wait till four seconds on the play clock before you snap it, but I wouldn't huddle because then the opposition can't switch their defensive personnel and there's less he has to learn. There's less he has to know. It, 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 if they don't do things like that, then they're just sitting there going, well, the guy's, the guy's a dummy because he can't learn Mike McCoy's system. Well, from what I've seen, Mike, your system stinks. Nobody should learn it. It's awful. It's awful. You lost to the Browns last year, Mike. That's the only team to lose to the Browns since 2015. Since before the Broncos won a Super Bowl. Since before the Broncos won a Super Bowl is the only time the Browns won a game other than when they played Mike McCoy. So I don't care about knowing your system, Mike. You should unlearn your system, Mike. What is the Patriots system besides just winning? They figure it out. They're the only team in the NFL that can change their system on a week-to-week basis. Find a way to make it work. They've done it for years. We'll hook up with former Denver sportscaster, now for NBC Boston, Raul Martinez, next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Sunday, Denver is back home to face New England. And the Orange and Blue Preview returns to the Fieldhouse event venue. Just steps from the stadium. Join the party. Crackman and Harris are live on the air starting at 4. And you said for Denver and New England. The Orange and Blue Preview is presented by UNC Extended Campus. Change your career with a UNC Extended Campus online graduate program. And by Deep Eddie Vodka, Hornitos Tequila, and Jim Beam Bourbon. The Orange and Blue Preview, Sunday on Altitude 950. Attention homeowners, you need to sell that home, don't you? Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call because of the following offer he will make. He's got a system, a marketing system that works. It's proven. He's going to sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. That's five k cash in the pocket if he can't get the job done. He has the system of marketing, and marketing is the key in this climate to sell homes. 720-900-4433. That's Troy Hansford. 720-900-4433. At Morningstar Assisted Living and Memory Care of Wheat Ridge, simple little things make all the difference. For we know that in the details, senior living becomes senior loving. Our beautiful home in Wheat Ridge celebrates wellness for today's senior. A resort-style community offering suites for assisted living and memory care. Call today for your tour. Morning Star of Wheat Ridge, casting a new light in senior living. Call 720-250-9405. 720-250-9405. Hi, it's Drew Goodman. There is one road that will always remain the same. It is familiar, it is comfortable, and its destination is somewhere we never quite left. It's the road home. Make your road home a memorable one this year by starting your holiday season at Shop BMW for the Road Home Sales Event. From the iconic 3 Series starting at $299 a month to the attention-commanding X6, there are more models than ever featuring X-Drive all-wheel drive technology. Shop BMW. One price, one person, one hour. 
See it all this fall with Cudarelli Vision's best LASIK pricing of the year. Call before November 30th and save $1,000 off LASIK. And we offer 0% financing for 24 months. Say goodbye to the frustrations of glasses and contacts and experience life with the clear vision you deserve. Night vision can be improved. Visual results often exceed 20-20 even if you have astigmatism. And Cudarelli Vision offers its exclusive lifetime LASIK assurance plan. Unlike corporate chains, our surgeon is a board-certified Johns Hopkins trained corneal specialist with over 70,000 procedures. Use your flex spending or HSA before the end of the year. Schedule your free LASIK consultation today by calling 303-486-2020. That's 303-486-2020. Or visit CuderelliVision.com. Cuderelli Vision, Colorado's number one choice for LASIK and cataracts. Certain restrictions apply. Individual results may vary. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Traffic is lighter than normal, and sometimes we see that on Friday, and then add Veterans Day, and maybe some folks taking a three-day weekend. But we do have some slow spots. Traffic is brought to you by Champion Windows. Westbound I-70 is stop and go. Three-car crash approaching Kipling off to the shoulder. It is backed up traffic to Wadsworth. And westbound I-76 is stop and go Sheridan through to Wadsworth. This fall, you can save on it all during Champion's fall season super sale. Get 30% off new Champion Windows. Schedule today at GetChampion.com. That's GetChampion.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Well, he used to work here in Denver, but then he was too good for Denver, so he moved to Boston. And now he belongs to the greater Massachusetts area. We welcome on the show right now Raul Martinez from NBC Boston. How you doing, Raul? How you been, bud? I'm good, Vic. Uh, looking forward to coming back to town. I'll be there uh, tomorrow for the big game. Uh, let's just talk living arrangements, climate, uh, just people, your neighborhoods. Compare and contrast Denver versus Boston. Where do you live in Boston? I live in a, in a town on the South Shore called Abington, Massachusetts. Little town, quiet. Good community, good schools, uh, good for my kid. You know, my kid's seven years old. She's in second grade. So, uh, it's, it's a perfect little area. Um, you know, in Denver, it was interesting. I, I lived in Aurora and I lived downtown and then we had our second kid and we had to leave downtown. So we lived a little outside Denver, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's different. I think it's just a completely different area. I always remember Denver's got a good grid. That's all I think. And Massachusetts just town, 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 little yeah. towns everywhere. That's good. You base your towns on grids. So, all right, explain it to us, Raul, in terms of importance. You know how it works in Denver. You lived it. The Broncos were first. What's what's the big deal there? Is it, is it Patriots number one, or are they more of a Red Sox town? It, you know, it it's tough to tell. Honestly, I think it's 1A, 1B with, with Patriots and Red Sox. The Patriots have been so successful. I mean, five Super Bowl titles in this short of span – uh, just makes it just crazy when it comes to Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. It's what, it's what people really talk about 24-7. But the Red Sox are right there. I mean, they're, they're, they're contenders all the time. I mean, I think once David Ortiz left and, and this core from the, the, the three championships, uh, the three World Series titles, uh, it's not as, it didn't have as big a buzz, but, 
But now with Chris Sale and this this new core of Mookie Betts and mm-hmm. and Jackie Bradley and and and, and all these guys, I, I think it's really starting to pick up again because you're starting to feel a, a, a new kind of buzz. And especially with the Yankees playing so well, uh, you're starting to see that rivalry pick up. But but then but then you have the Celtics and the Celtics are really starting to pick up as well. I mean they're they're really good. I mean I I don't know if you've been watching, but ten straight wins. Yeah. Even yeah. without even without Gordon Hayward, so I'd say I'd say that'd be one, two, three: uh, Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics. All right, so Hoodie picks up Martellus Bennett after the Packers part ways. Is he, isn't he hurt? What are they, what are they going to do with Martellus? Okay, so it, it's it's an interesting move because they're, they're desperate for a backup tight end. Um, Dwayne Allen hasn't really worked out. Hollister's a decent guy, but he's not going to make any plays. If Gronk goes down, they're they're in serious trouble. And it's I think it's worth the risk considering how well Martellus Bennett played last year. But yeah, he's he's dealing with a shoulder injury, and now the reports out that he's got a, a partially torn rotator cuff, and it sounds like he's going to try to play on it. And if it doesn't work out, they just put him put him on IR, and he, and he's done. You know, they mm-hmm. they don't have to deal with his. His contract is huge salary, and it's it's kind of a, a low-risk, high-reward kind of deal because if he can come back and play on it, and he did play and through a ton of injuries uh, in 2016, it's just interesting because I think the Packers didn't really want to deal with him because Aaron Rodgers was out. Maybe he didn't really want to deal with Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers was out, and, and this is a fresh start, and he's, he's played through pain before. So I, I think it's worth the risk. Uh, and if you lose them, you lose them. I mean, you still got Gronk right now. What adjustments have the Patriots made defensively? I mean, Matt Patricia has been using that pencil that he puts behind his ear because the first four games of the season, they were porous as hell. And now they seem to be, um, they fixed a couple things. What have they fixed in the last four weeks? The Patriots defense is always interesting. It's, it's always been a bend, don't break. You know, they, they're not really known for turnovers. Um, and yes, those first four weeks were, were god awful. Uh, but I think it had to do with, with the matter of just readjusting. I mean, you know, you know a Bill Belichick team. It's, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And he's okay with a slow start as long as you see progression and you've seen that. Uh, Stefan Gilmore was a major issue and they spent a ton of money on him in the offseason to come in from Buffalo. And he really is more of a man guy, but, but, uh, Patricia and Belichick like zones, so that's been an issue. Then he gets this concussion, and he's been out three weeks, and they throw in this random guy, B- Batamosi, in it, uh, this, uh, uh, to, to go alongside Malcolm Butler, and now you're starting to see them play well. Uh, are they a great defense? No, but once they get in the red zone, they don't allow touchdowns, and, and that's the big thing for Bill Belichick. He could care less about any other stat than points allowed. And that's what and that's what they've done the last four weeks. They've held teams to to minimal points. Look what they did to the Falcons at home uh, in that primetime game. They yeah. shut them down. I mean, that's that's what that's what that all he cares about is keeping them to uh, under twenty points. And and they've been great. They've been great at it. I don't know if they can sustain it just because now you lost Dante Hightower, but now you're getting back Gilmore. You're getting back Eric Rowe. So so let's see how it how it goes in Denver. I mean, I'm not. 
I'm sure you're not high on, on Brock Osweiler either, but I'm not high on Brock Osweiler at all. So I could see them holding them to under 20 as well. Well, the Patriots' defense' greatest strength in the red zone happens to be the Broncos' offense' greatest weakness. They they <laughs> shut right. down in the red zone, so it's just not a good concoction there. Hey, uh, Raul Martinez, NBC Boston, you covered Peyton Manning here. Now you're, uh, you're, you're talking to Tom Brady. Brady and Manning, who's more approachable? I would say... They're about the same. <laughs> they, I don't think, I don't think either like the local media uh, to a point. But I, I approached both. They've both been very kind. They both said some nice things. But they only talk on Wednesdays. They only talk mm-hmm. on Sundays. It's it's an interesting thing. I think as they get as they get older, you know. And then I think Brady is always, especially after Deflate Gate has had an issue with the media. Yeah. Uh, he's not he's not disrespectful at all. He just you know when it's his time to talk, he'll give you his five minutes, and he'll step down. And then when it's his time to talk after the game, he'll give you five minutes and he'll step down. You know, and he doesn't say a whole ton. You know, he he's big on uh, when his book came out. He was big on that. You know, it's I I I like Tom Brady. I think he's a nice guy. It just as I, as you know with Peyton Manning, it, it's he has he there's a thing with the local media, and it's and and. You know, he, and even I, I thought Peyton was better with the national media. He just he knew how to handle it better. Tom Brady just likes to be left alone. Sure. So it's an interesting it's an interesting dynamic. But I get it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you can understand, especially as they got older. Um. But this whole TB12 thing. Listen, I get it. He's forty years old. He's still playing at the highest level. His body has some magic potion flowing through it. With he sells water on his website for $15 a bottle. Come on, man. Has anybody ever... Come on, is this legit? 15 bucks for a bottle of water that says TB12 on it? And the avocado ice cream. And, you know, it's 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 really more of a lifestyle thing. It's it's I, I, I've read his book. It's, it's fascinating. I, I mean, he lives a life that no person can live. I mean, he doesn't eat meat. I mean, he doesn't eat strawberries. He doesn't... I mean, it's. I mean, he's dating a supermodel, and his kids eat eat the same thing they eat. I mean, it's just it's just a crazy lifestyle he lives. Um, I yeah. I I am I sold on the whole TV twelve lifestyle. No, but it doesn't work for him. I mean, clearly the guy is playing it at the highest level at the age of forty. I mean, I I I just I find it all interesting because I'm wondering when other time catches up to him. I always remember covering Peyton Manning. I mean, you you remember it back in 2013 when he was setting crazy records. Yeah. I looked at Peyton Manning and said, "My God, this guy can play for another five years." And then the next year, you're like, "Oh no!" Yeah, it happens in a hurry. Yeah, it, it happens in a hurry. But I, you know, I've covered Tom Brady now for two years, and I keep on saying, "I I don't know when this guy's going to go, you know, go away." I just don't. They had to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo because Brady has forced their hand to say. Yeah, I, I'm good. I can play till I'm 45. So it, it, maybe I should try the TB12 method. I mean, my goodness, it, it's pretty crazy to watch him. Um, and Gronk's taken on the, the, that lifestyle. And a couple guys have taken on that lifestyle. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it works. I just know it works for him. Well, you're making money at 15 bucks a bottle of water, that's for sure. Hey, Rob, well, thanks for a few minutes, buddy. Look forward to visiting with you Sunday night. Welcome back to Denver. Thanks, man. Looking forward to it. I'll, I'll talk to you when I get there. All right. Raul Martinez, NBC Boston, as the Patriots are coming to town. Coming up a little bit later, our NFL preview.
We'll make our picks for each and every NFL game, including that Broncos Patriots on Sunday night. Also, another pair of Nuggets tickets to give away for tomorrow night's game against the Orlando Magic. Nuggets have a chance to do something really special here. Close out this homestand 5-1. and one. Win tomorrow night. It legitimizes the win last night. That was the notion I had at 7.05. In your say, abbreviated, was that your abbreviated hot take? No, that was that Matt Duchesne should be punched in the face. Oh. Uh, I said they have a chance to do something special here if they win to, on Saturday, and then, God, if they win Monday in Portland, and you just blew a gasket. Like, you just lost it on me. So now you're Sorry. repeating what I said. I'm wondering, I, I blew, wondering how, how did that, I blow again? What did I? Oh, blow? you got all over me about it because I was rooting for the Broncos to lose, even oh. though I didn't say that. Remember that? You got well, so, we'll get you. So we'll, get your, we'll get your Broncos take here. So mad. At me. We'll get you. Don't worry about it. We'll get your Broncos take when we do our NFL preview. I hear right. that the little degenerates are just next level good this morning. Is that true, HW? Oh yeah, they uh, recorded on a sugar buzz of Halloween candy. Nice. It was fire. So needless to say, they're not on the TV twelve diet. Uh, no, they're on like the opposite of TD12. They're on the BT21. Can you imagine making your kid just drink nothing but water and no strawberries? Uh, Going through life without an orange or a watermelon? What the hell's wrong with that? That's freaking child abuse, yeah, Brady. That's odd. That's weird. I need my sugar fix. That's coming up next. Marty O on Altitude 950. Colorado Avalanche Hockey. Colorado Avalanche Hockey. The Avalanche and Senators face off in Sweden. Avalanche och Senators ansikte av i Sverige. Today at noon and tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Idag vid middagstid och imorgon på morgonen klockan 11. On Altitude 950. På Altitude 950. Avs Hockey. Awesome in any language. Avs Hockey. Fantastic på vilket språk som helst. So, um, where are you from? Arvada, dude. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. Hockey is on this Friday afternoon on Altitude. Watch as your Colorado Avalanche face off against the Ottawa Senators in Sweden. Pre-game starts at 11 a.m. with puck drop at 12. Altitude gets you an all-access pass to your Colorado Avalanche. Make sure to like Altitude on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram for exclusive interviews with your favorite Avalanche players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your television home for Colorado Avalanche hockey. The most challenging things in life can also be the most rewarding. Earn your bachelor's or master's degree from CSU Global. Our programs are 100% online and designed for working adults. CSU Global's flexible and affordable options allow you to advance in your career. And with a tuition guarantee, no student fees, and monthly starts, you can begin earning your degree as soon as you're ready. So don't wait another minute. Apply online at csuglobal.edu and get started today. 
Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind the desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. It is a good time on the metro area highways to get to where you're going. Light volume and decent speeds overall. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Up in the high country, westbound I-70 is closed at West Vale. So if that's on your route, you're going to see delays there. But back here in town, just a little bit of slowing westbound I-70 approaching Kipling from an earlier three-car crash off to the shoulder. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on from the Foundation for a better life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And the rebound comes down to Nikola Jokic. In the front court, Millsap has it. Millsap should have taken that thing right to the rack. He had George off balance. Jokic three. There you go, Earl. He got one. There you go. All right, Joker. That was a high archer three-point lead for Denver, 68 to 65. Oh, I got a great trivia question. <laughs> for a chance to win Nuggets Magic tickets, top of the hour, 9 a.m., we will ask this question. And it's one of those questions where you have to call in. I have to hear your voice. It's a I got to hear from you type of question if you want to win these tickets. So stick around for about 15 more minutes and we'll get you, uh, uh, get you a chance to win Nuggets Magic tickets tomorrow night. Should be a good crowd, Saturday night crowd. Going to be tough for me because I'll be watching Notre Dame Miami at the same time while hosting pre, half, and post. Vic, we have also uh, not picked a Power 5 winner yet. 30933 on the Reem Pro Partners text line. The worst nickname in team sports, college, pro, whatever. Well, give uh, me some candidates We here. will pick a winner of that, too. Uh, alright, we'll go here. Um, Chattanooga, Tennessee has the Central Purple Pounders. Interesting. Seriously? That's, that's not their name. Wait a minute. It's the what? That's not their name. You just, dude, when you read text, you might wanna, you might wanna read it mentally before you read it out loud. I'm not gonna read that one. Again? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, come on. The, uh, Wichita Wingnuts. Wingnuts yes. is pretty good. Yeah, I like nuts. that. Amherst College Lord Jeffs. Is that serious? Is that like a, a royalty reference there? Uh, this guy says my Little League basketball team was the Lazy Lima Beans. 
pretty good. It's not bad. Uh, this guy says fighting Irish. What the hell? Well, what's wrong with that? I don't know. What is the what's the historical uh, significance of that, Vic? Do you know? I have no idea. In fact, when I was there, the the, the era of uh, of my fighting Irish experience, I wanted to change the name to the Fighting Paisans. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been they good. They wouldn't let me do it. Uh, this will make Manchester mad. CU Buffaloes, come on. It's a GD Bison, first of all. I don't understand what they're talking about. What, what, is the difference, what is the difference between a buffalo and a bison? I don't know. I don't Isn't think it there's, the same animal? I don't think there's any difference. Is it uh, bison, is bison the plural? Is I don't know. Getting at? I don't know. We, we were t- Vic, or Will and I were talking during a break, though. We actually have really good team nicknames in this state. I mean, Broncos is good. There's, it's not like there's a ton of those, and it fits. Nuggets some guys said, yeah, some guys said they don't like Nuggets. I think Nuggets is one oh, of the more creative nicknames in the, in the league. It's great. Is there any other team, college, pro, whatever, that's the Nuggets? It's awesome. The Rockies is a little cheesy. I, I mean, if we're just being honest, Colorado Rockies is kind of cheesy, but it fits. It's At, too obvious. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of silly. Rapids is good. It's creative. You don't have that anywhere else. It fits us. Avalanche is really good. I remember when they, when they came up with the Avalanche name, there were like three or four different names they were they were entertaining at the time, and one really piqued my interest. I can't remember what it was now, but they had like three or four different names at the time that they wanted to go with before deciding on Avalanche. Can't recall. I have to go back. Somebody on the text line can remember that. Um, what is according to three one nine eight? What the hell is a Crimson Tide? Well, it's something to do with an elephant, right? They have an elephant in the mascot. I, isn't that an elephant in some sorts of? What is a crimson tide? I couldn't tell you. It's a. It's another color, right? Okay, let me uh, give you real quick the uh, the names considered for the avalanche. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, including the extreme. That would have been awful. The blizzards. That's eh, not terrible. Well, you don't call yourself the blizzards plural. It's just the blizzard. Yeah, it was blizzards. Black bears. That that is that might be the dumbest ever. Okay, so initially they filed copyright protection for black bears. The team decided on the Rocky Mountain Extreme, mm. lowercase e, capital X in extreme, mm. but was ridiculed and and received huge backlash. So they changed. Well, hold to on a second. Colorado Somebody Island. actually thought that was going to be the name of the team instead of Colorado or Denver. It was going to be called the Rocky Mountain Extreme. That like that was going to be it. The Rocky Mountain Extreme, lowercase e, capital X. That would have been had they gone with that the worst name yes. in the history of yes. organized sport, without a doubt. Now it's kind of fitting for the times of nineteen ninety five. That would have been the worst te- worst name in the history of professional sports. Now these minor league baseball teams. They're they're trying to sell merchandise. I get it. Wingnuts is funny. If they're just the Wichita Wizards, nobody's buying that hat. But you'll buy a wingnut hat. Like I get why they do it. Yard goats, funny. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's really really good. And you, you would wear that T-shirt or buy that hat. Sure. If you're in one of the big four or big five sports, you don't need to be doing that. Rocky Mountain Extreme would have been the worst name in the history of the big five sports, and it's not even close. Wow, that's that mind numbing. Awful. Just the thought of that, right? It, it, it also bothers me. Listen, and I know folks always try to appeal to the broader audience. I get that, but come on with this. We have to name each team by the region mm-hmm. or by the state. They play in Denver. It doesn't matter to me if it's the Colorado Avalanche or the Denver Avalanche. I don't care if it's the Colorado Rockies, the Denver Rockies, the Commerce City Rockies. 
I don't care. Is it really that big a deal? Well, the Denver Avalanche will always be an indoor soccer team to me. So I'm glad they went Colorado. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I tend to go city. Uh, it's the Denver Nuggets. It's the Denver Broncos. Sounds like you need some sugar, Vic. Please bring oh, yeah. it. Sorry. Thank you. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. What do you say, Mario? I'll try not to bring anything up that'll, that'll make you mad and we'll cut this thing short again. Yeah. Well, we cut it short yesterday because Manchester decided to tell the world he had never seen an episode of Sopranos and rightfully so, I just shut it off. <laughs> you did the right thing. Okay, uh, good to see this guy back on the roster. Teddy Bridgewater turns 25 today. Had a, uh, torn ACL and dislocated knee joint last August. Given a uh, 19 month timetable to get back and he's back in 14, so. I think Teddy oh, yeah. Bridgewater's a free agent at the end of the year, isn't he? Yeah, his rookie contract ends up, ends Dudes, that is a long, long rehab session. That is over a year rehabbing that sucker. Hey, uh, speaking of bad knee injuries, and since we have Chicago Marty on, has anybody heard anything on Zach Miller? What's the latest update on him? They saved the leg. Did they really? Okay, good. I assumed I would have heard if they hadn't, yeah. but like, is the prognosis good or? They saved the leg, may never play again. I mean, based on how he recovers, but. Yeah. The fact that they saved the leg, that's all that matters, yeah. really. The knee injuries in Chicago and the first thing wasn't Derek Rose out of your mouth after that? That's pretty that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Okay, uh, Tracy Morgan turns 49. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff, but uh, he was one of my favorites on SNL, and this was one of my favorite skits. Good evening, and welcome to Brian Fellow Safari Planet. I'm Brian Fellow. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Tracy Morgan was great. You know, he had that awful car accident he was involved in. Um, I think he's recovered, but still dealing with some of the issues from that. But, yeah, were you guys 30 Rock fans at all? No. I thought Uh, 30 Rock was funny. It was so quirky that it took me a long time to get into it, but once I did, I thought it was funny. Is that with Tina Fey? Yeah. And uh, Baldwin. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, Les Miles turning 64 today. I didn't know he was the uh, O-line coach up at uh, CU in the yeah. 80s. He was on McCartney's staff. He's uh, he's doing TV now, right? I think so, yeah. Do we I think he's done, guys, done, though? Well, I gave you guys my little-known fact of uh, Les Miles, right? I don't think so. When the, when the Broncos fired John Fox and they had the uh, job up on the old uh, advertising board, right? Do you know that Les Miles, through a friend of mine, tried to contact the Broncos because he was vastly interested in that job? Mm, really? Yeah. Nobody knew about it because he was still under contract at LSU. Did, he was uh, interested in the Broncos job. Did John interview him, like, off the record at all? Or no. Did, did he no, there, there's never – no. I mean, they, they decided – we knew. remember, that was when Kubiak had the job, when nobody admitted he had the job. Oh, I thought you were talking about when Foxy got hired. You're saying when Foxy got fired. No, no. When Foxy got fired, I I think everyone knew that Kubiak was next in line. They just didn't announce it, so people threw their names in the hat. He was one of the names. Okay. I will bleed into tomorrow because I don't want to miss this one. Uh, Mark Sanchez turns 31, currently playing for the Bears. Bud Fumble. Has he played? Has he played at all this year? I, I haven't seen him play. I saw him play a little bit in the preseason, but... I don't Does think he he's got a snap. Well, why would he play? Because they had Glennon and then they went to Trubisky. I'm just wondering if he's had any... I, I would doubt it. Do you remember when he outplayed Trevor Simeon in the preseason and Simeon <laughs> won the job? I waiting for it. I do. Yeah, I remember that. I yeah, remember I, that. God, he totally outplayed... Every, yeah, he I remember... Did. 
Everybody in town was talking about how Mark Sanchez was going to rewrite the Broncos' record book. Nope, yeah. Not what happened, but he outplayed yeah. Trevor Simeon. But, uh-huh. you know, that's not the talking point that Patrick and Eric gave us all, so let's not go with it. Uh, this day in 1928, Newt Rogney gives his uh, famous win one for the Gipper speech at uh, halftime during an Indian Army game. Now, when I was in Notre Dame, I, I got the George Yip story, and he went and he was playing pool in South Bend, playing billiards, trying to hustle for some money. When he got back to campus, his dormitory was uh, locked, and so he had to stay out on the on the stoop for too long, and he caught pneumonia, and that's how yeah. he wound up dying. Yeah. Doesn't he need to be a little more resourceful to get exactly. in there? Can you I mean, knock on a window? Right. Uh, now, that's the story. It almost sounds implausible to me, but that's the one you've heard too, Vic? Uh, some variations. Come on. I mean, if you're dying, if you have frostbite, I think I'm going to be knocking down a window. Right. Give me a break. You know, the whole thing about the Newt Rockney speech, the famous one where he's imploring his team, you know, he's banging his fist in his hand. We're going to run inside him and outside him, inside him and outside him. Can you imagine if a coach gave you that speech today? You'd be like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay, we're going to yeah, run. It doesn't really fly. Uh, 1971, Led Zeppelin releases Led Zeppelin 4. You guys, uh, you guys into them at all? I could do without Led Zeppelin. Oh, I'm not a Led Zeppelin guy. I'm not either. I'm okay. right there. Hey, we all finally right. agreed. Let's shut it down. Let's shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say I know much of Led Zeppelin's music. Are they Stairway to Heaven? Oh my goodness. Yes, they are. Okay. That, that much I know. Okay. I got it right. I mean, yes. you don't have to mock me. I did get it right. Now, I probably shouldn't have asked it in the form of a question. No, you shouldn't have. Okay, uh, 1988, wow. Oral Hershiser wins the Cy Young unanimously. Okay, since 2000, there have been seven unanimous Cy Young winners. You guys want to give a shot at this? Since 2000? Since the year 2000, there have been seven. By the way, did okay, Dan Tanner Roy, Roy work on the Oscars? I have yeah. never heard anybody get pl- play more people off than Dan Tanner. I know. He's ruthless, dude. He's ruthless. I mean, I didn't, he, he was playing Will off. I hadn't even done my hot take yet. And okay, I'm gonna go. Let's I'm gonna go. A seven minute hot take. I'm gonna go. True. I'm gonna go. Halliday, Baumgartner, um, Kershaw. I Those gotta think three. Verlander's in the mix. He was so dominant. Yeah, Verlander one year. That's four. Is that four of the seven? That is three of the seven. Who, who am I off on? So Pedro, 2000. Okay. Randy Johnson, 2002. Johan Santana, 04 and 06. Oh, yeah. mm. Twice, huh? Yeah, wow. Jake, Jake PV, 07, Halliday, 2010, Verlander, 11, and Kershaw, 14. So no Baumgartner was never a unanimous? Was not. I guess he played his best baseball in the postseason. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, my friend. Hey, you See you, Marty. Weekend. No, job, you're still Marty. with us for another hour. Don't go anywhere. You still oh, no, got I'm work not here. Oh, okay. Uh, up next, we're going to give away these Nuggets tickets. I got a Nuggets trivia question. We're also going to hear from Garrett Bowles, who is our featured guest on Let's Talk Football. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. One hour to go here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up later today, the Avs are in Sweden to take on the Senators. The puck drops at noon with the pregame show getting in the way at 11.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. Altitude 950, rewind. Yeah, but at what point, see, if you're from Sweden or if you're from any country, really, English will do you some good because you're always going to have to speak English at some point. I mean, barring, I, I don't know. If you're doing business, you speak in English. At what point in your life will you ever need to speak Swedish? I mean, yeah, and unless you're, you're dealing with IKEA reps. <laughs> when you're over here, I'll tell you, I've, there's third, three things that I've learned that I was telling Mosier at lunch today about Sweden. And one is everybody drinks coffee 
all day long, all night long. It's called Fika. And they drink that's most of Europe, dude. Everybody they drink drinks. coffee like it's water in Europe. That, that's not that big a deal. Uh, I'm in Sweden, not in Europe. All right, anyway. <laughs> you're in Europe, dude. Sweden is in Europe. What do you think? You're in South yeah. America? <laughs> well, I'm going to have to look again on the map. Um, <laughs> the, number two. Number two. Okay. What other geographical nugget you gonna give us? KKSE Parker Denver. Is Matt Duchesne really that happy to be a member of the Ottawa Senators? Or is he suffering from Stockholm Syndrome? The Avs are taking on the Senators in Sweden. Catch the games here today at noon and tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. on the 